Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. commentary type thing before. The only thing, and it's very egotistical of me, the only thing I've ever done podcast commentary wise was watching episodes one, two and three of my web series Night is Day with yep. Mark Harvey who was in it uh, and I just recorded it on my phone <laughs> and we just pressed play on Vimeo and we watched it together on the sa- we were in the same flat at the time. Um, not living together. I think it was Christmas time, and I was I went over to visit. Uh, that's the only thing we've done, and we just spent the whole time pissing ourselves, laughing at the ridiculousness of it. So, um, I mean, that, that's not egotistical. That's what you should do. Yeah, film, I don't. No, yeah. no one's ever, no one's ever going to hear it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Why is it released out there? Or it's is it not. It's sitting, it's sitting on my. Uh, it's sitting on my uh, iTunes. Oh, you need to release it. Just do a cut with the director's cut over the top of the, the footage and get it slapped on Vimeo or something. Yeah, maybe. Maybe once all the trolls quieten down, maybe... We'll... <laughs> Don't ever quieten down. Don't ever. <laughs> maybe, maybe when one in particular shuts his gob. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he calls himself Fatsy because he's got a fat mouth. Yeah, so, yes. Jonathan Fatsy, Furious Fatsy, whatever. Yeah, waste of space. Keep an, eye out, keep an eye out on boys and girls is a bit of a twat. Yes, exactly. But he doesn't have many followers, so you know you're not really going to see him that much anyway. So, uh, so anyway, I am loaded up. I am at zero 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 zero. Uh, well, I'm on the menu at the minute because one of my buttons doesn't work. <laughs> so, if I let you know where, I basically for people listening, right, we're going to sit and watch Star Wars in totally separate separate houses. We're both watching it on Blu-ray, we're watching different editions of the Blu-ray set, but hopefully the same version. Hopefully the, the same version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be like oh, that's not mine. What do you mean? There's Wookies over the dance. Hopefully, um, hopefully they haven't changed it since. No, my original idea was to do all of them, like one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, I spoke to you about it. You're like, do we really have to do one, two, three? <laughs> so we are. Maybe we'll do one, two, three. However, for now, we're going to do it in the broadcast order. <laughs> um, whether we end up doing Empire and Jedi, who knows? Because we'll probably end up chatting about the sequels and prequels and stuff during this, this one. one as we watch yeah. it, because it's not. This ain't going to be a trivia thing. If you look at the Stormtrooper on the left, he is actually four centimetres too short. So he is, in fact, too short to be a Stormtrooper. None of that. Um, We're watching it as Star Wars fans, so we're not like George Lucas. He'll be rattling trivia and shit off. So hopefully you'll enjoy. If you want to watch it along with the film, 
you can do. But I think this will probably work just as well if you happen to be listening to it on your way home from work or whatever. It, it's a, um, it'll, it'll be a long slog, sir. It'll be a long slog. Two hours. Two hours. No bathroom breaks. Oh. No no coffee breaks. Phone rings. Tough. You know, the film will carry on. Yeah. As you can imagine if we're both pausing at different oh, times. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. We are, we are getting it. We're going through it. We're doing it. Yes. Um, I'm just trying to find out when the original the original DVDs came out. That's fine. We'll figure that out later as we go along. Because yeah, it's, yeah we'll we'll chat about all how much money we've given George yeah, Lucas over the year. Far far too much is, but probably not as much as everyone else. As Disney. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, Four billion. Uh, yeah, gonna, yeah, it's weird. Anyway, uh, right. Yep. So you're on the menu. I, I, your, I'm gonna. What's your, sorry, before before we start, what is your menu? My menu is um, it's got sort of like a montagey thing of clips of the film with this weird looking Matt. minority report type desk thing on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, well, that, well, so far it's the same then. It's like, brilliant. So it's just like a different box then, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Wow. Right. Shall we? Shall we? <laughs> shall we risk it? Yes. Yes, I shall. As soon as, so as soon as you get the 20th Century Fox fanfare, I'll press play. Yes, I shall. Let, I'll give you a quick running commentary of where I am, but for anybody listening, I'm not going to do that all the way through the film and be like, <laughs> oh, and an X-Wing fighter has just flown from the left to the right, of because that gets really annoying when you listen to commentary. So we're just going to chat. Also, anybody panicking about uh, spoilers for Episode 7, don't worry about it, but we obviously will ruin the films that are already in existence. So there you go. I'm pressing play. I have a black screen. It's a lovely black screen. For a black screen, was created in... No, never mind. Because um, Blu-ray players work at different speeds. It's kind of weird. Do they? The 20th Century Fox. Um, I'm right. I'm slightly behind you, because mine's paused. <laughs> oh, no. Do you want to hit pause and rewind it? Can that, does that work? Um, it doesn't for me, but I can hit pause. Let me just hit the fade to... Let me press the stop button where, when it goes black, black. Right. I've pressed the stop button now just after the 20th century thing, the logo, and it's gone black. Right. Mine, mine's not doing anything. Oh, right. All right. Okay. Right. Just can't get the stuff. All right. I know. Right. <laughs> right. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Right. Press play. Yeah. Kicking in. We may be a few seconds out, but to be honest, we're in kind of different countries. Yeah, it's so, been. you know. Um, and here's hoping mine doesn't say it's going to play from the beginning. Don't play from the beginning. Do, is, is yours playing? Um, <laughs> no, mine's starting from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> right, just pause it where you are. I'm at 19 seconds. Right, brilliant. So I shall catch up with you. Let me know when you're at 19 <laughs> seconds and I'll have to play. Annoyingly, Stu, this is going to then go on to the, the next thing and it will go into the actual movie file. <laughs> this is just the 20th Century Fox file. Yeah, probably. I've got a little picture of R2-D2 spinning his head now. Oh, there we go. It's gone away now. Resume playback. Oh, brilliant. Okay. It's going to let me resume playback. Awesome. Let me know when you're at 19 seconds. Right, now the 20th Century Fox logo. That's the new logo. Yeah, I've got a new logo, yeah. I am at like, Lucasfilm Limited. What? You at 19 seconds? I'm at 8 then, 19 seconds now. It's black. Yep, I'm on. And it's got a long time ago, blah, blah, right. blah. I've got the 20th Century Fox logo, so. 
Yeah, I've just got Star Wars built up on one yellow there. So we'll, we'll catch up. Uh, anyway. We're only a few yeah. seconds out, so that is fine. Two hours and four minutes, apparently, this cut. Because it's longer. Isn't it? Episode four. Did you, I mean, what year were you born? Let's uh, chat I, about I when you first watched I was born on 1984. Holy shit. So you were, like, not even around when Return even of the around. Jedi came out. So 77, yeah. 77 for this? I was six. Um, was. My... Ooh. Oh, wonky. Uh, my um, brother Kevin was born in 76. So he... Even he missed out on Star Wars when it first came out in the cinema. So, yeah, I was going to ask you, when did you see... Did you see it in the cinema? Apparently, yes. I don't have any memories of seeing it at cinema because I was six, but I remember the after effects of it, the sticker albums, the Star Wars toys, the anticipation for Empire Strikes Back and stuff. So I had a, well, I still have a brother, apparently. I don't speak to him. I've spoken to him for many, many decades. I, um, I have a brother. Uh, yeah, one like that. And he was a big science fiction fan, so a lot of the time he would probably be forced to take me to cinema with him. And I saw things like Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Star Wars, Battle Beyond the Stars and all that, Black Hole and all that sort of stuff. So Star Wars, I would have gone with him to watch it. Um, and then I just went kind of Star Wars mental. And I remember having all the toys and there was um, the house that I had in a massive backyard and the property next to it was under construction. So they had like massive piles of sand. <laughs> hey, Tatooine. That was amazing. I used to just play with the Star Wars figures in there and dig little holes and of Tusken Raiders jumping out and all that sort of stuff. So that was my childhood, just amusing myself in the backyard uh, in lovely Scottish weather. Yeah. And uh, all year round playing with Star Wars figures and stuff. See, it's funny, you just went, Tatooine, when I... Oh, yeah, I now have Tatooine. I'm just about to get the the, 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 the cruiser overhead. Yes. Um, Which is amazing. It's easily one of the best openings to a film. Yeah, so. I mean... You have to watch Empire of Dreams and all that. That's on the yeah. not not was that the original deep? Yeah, because because it came out yeah. on video, didn't it? The original, yeah. the original originals came out on video, yeah. and then they brought out a remastered version in '97. They did. The original videos were brought to you by CBS Fox. Movies in a box. That was a tagline these days at one point. Really cheesy, but kind of worked. Um, and then they did this whole campaign where it's like Star Wars for the last time ever. And you were like, whoa! They were pulling them back into the vaults. And then they were bringing out these special edition ones, which I saw in the cinema. And they were cool because it's amazing to watch Star Wars on a big screen. See, I've um, never had joy... I've seen the originals in the cinema. I'm really hoping that Cineworld sees sense and does yeah. some sort of screening before episode seven. What happens if they do? We're going to show them all one, two, three, and then four, five, six. <laughs> would you? Would you watch the prequels? I I would. I would. Um, oh, there goes. What's what's the name of that that ship? Does it have a name? Oh, God, it does have a name, doesn't it? Um, and I can't remember it. So, yeah, no, I can't remember what the name of the ship is. I've got, I've got uh, subtitles the, on. I've got subtitles on, but they haven't come up yet. <laughs> no, there's, like, there's been, like, no dialogue, yeah, has but, there? But, like, four minutes in, no dialogue. It's awesome, yeah, you don't need doesn't it. Doesn't C-3PO say something? No, go, oh, we're doomed. We're really, we're really doomed now. Oh, yeah, he, he, he might have done. Yeah, I thought he did. Uh, some, right, so, I mean, it's, it's iconic imagery you're like you know four minutes in and so far we've had a bunch of text to bring yep. you up to speed uh like they did in the old serial days of flash gordon and all that um 
and Captain Kremen. <laughs> and um, so you've had all that, and you had that big big space battle, and now talk the explosions and gunfights in space, and you have no idea what's going on. But the thing is, I remember as a kid, you didn't. You didn't go, care. Uh, I'm a bit confused there. I don't know what's going on because you see Vader, you go, he's in black, he's a bad guy. Yeah. Um, the droids, we're not quite sure what they're doing yet, but they seem okay because the little one chirps like a budgie, so he's all right. So you didn't need to go, um, excuse me, this doesn't make any sense. I need to have a bit more explanation, which no. a lot of people do nowadays. And I will know the name of the ship that they're on, but I've forgotten it, so I'll probably look it up afterwards. Well, as far as bad guys go, Darth Vader is friggin' cool. He's cool, um, but not if you watch the prequels, because then you think, well, that's that little git that used to go pod racing and go, Amy! So it kind of, I think if you watch them in prequel and then original trilogy order, yes. you lose so much impact to Vader, because you know where he came he's from, you know a, that... He's just sort of a whiny git. Yeah, he's a bully. Ah, uh, Princess Leia. I must, <laughs> I must have had a crush on her at some point. If I didn't in the first one, I definitely, when it came around to Jedi... When, uh, yeah. when it came to, when it came to the bikini, did you know they're they're removing uh, all all traces of figures of slave Leia? Why? Um, sexist to women, apparently. But it's not because she killed Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. So therefore, so, I mean, I don't get the impression that Princess Leia was in fact a slave to Jabba. No. I get the impression that she went undercover so she could get close to Jabba, so that when Luke showed up, they could sort him out. Yeah. Certainly didn't think she was like twelve years a Jabba slave or whatever. No, I never, I never ever looked, looked at it that way. I never once thought, "Oh, that's a bit, that's not right." Uh, no, because she's a strong woman. I mean, the the she's blasted stormtroopers out of the way. She's uh, a major part of the Rebel Alliance. She, you know, she pretty much rescues Han Solo in Jedi. She's not exactly a weak woman, so they should. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep, even, even before I knew what sexual objectification was, the Leia Bikini thing made me really uncomfortable as a kid. Carrie Fisher herself criticised the outfit, warning you, Star Wars actor Daisy Ridley, don't be a slave like I was. You keep fighting against that slave outfit. Wow. I think she's a bit off the mark there. Um, I think. Yeah, it's... I, 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 well, we're, we're men, so maybe we don't see the problem, but... You know, at the end of the day, she's a kick-ass princess. Um, yeah. And now officially a Disney princess, if you think about it. <laughs> exactly. Wow. That is very, very true. Um, so now, did you know that like, the first time Star Wars came out, it was not called New Hope? No, it was it just was called just Star Wars, Star Wars, wasn't it? Yeah, it just came so out, and it said Star Wars, and then the text came up. But then, yeah. when it came back, it didn't, didn't they show it in limited release, everybody went mental... They brought it back out again not that long after. Yeah, I think they brought it back out after, but apparently it was when they did a double bill. This is what they used to do. It used to be amazing. They brought it out when Empire came out, and you could go watch Star Wars followed by Empire, and then that's when it became Episode Four: New Hope. Because I've seen... I saw Star Wars when it was originally on. I saw the double bill between Star Wars and Empire when that was originally done. And then when Jedi came out, they showed Star Wars, Empire, Jedi. And I remember as a kid... And it would have been like 80, 84, 83, whatever. Um, I always forget which year Jedi came out. 83, isn't it? I always get it mixed up with 20. Yeah, and, um, 70, 77, 1980, and 83. 
Isn't it? 83. Yeah. So for some reason, I have 84. Because 84 was like one of the best years for movies ever. Indiana Jones, Gremlins, Ghostbusters. Also when I... Like, oh, you just lump everything in. Also when I um, came into existence, just saying. Well, exactly. That's how. What better way to celebrate your arrival than all those big franchise my, movies? My, yeah, my, par- my, par- <laughs> my parents enjoyed Return of the Jedi so much they had me. <laughs> yes. Um, and I watched Star Wars Empire Jedi twice at the cinema. As in, like... The same day, so I went in about 12 o'clock daytime, came out about, Jesus, I don't know what time it was, well, it was about midnight or something. It's awesome. Best way to spend a Saturday as a kid when you're 12 is <laughs> watching 12 hours worth of Star Wars movies. It, so it was amazing. It's, uh, yeah, May, May 25th, 1977, in less than 32 theatres, sure. That's nuts. Uh, eight more on Thursday and Friday. Um, and it immediately broke box office records effectively becoming one of the first blockbuster films. I mean, the thing is, you've got to remember that there weren't as many cinemas around. No. Um, the town I lived in, which I think the population was maybe 60,000 or whatever, um, in Fife, which is over the other neck of the woods from you, um, had one cinema. And that had three screens. I think it was and, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Three screens. It cost a pound to get in, which is amazing. And uh, those were the days when you could just go in, watch a film, and just sit there and watch it again. And uh, be interrupted by the woman with the cornetto. It's, it's kind of amazing, though, that it has become a massive global phenomenon. That phenomenon... Phenomenon? That, do, 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 that has lasted so long. I mean... Yep. So, you know, they, they're, you know, the originals came out in 77, 88, 83, like we said, and, you know, by the time I came around in 84, they were still going. And then, you know, in 97, they brought them back out, remastered, and then they brought them out again, and then they brought them out again, and, they, you know, he keeps, he gets, it's a bit of a joke now that he's, you know, he'll never stop tinkering with it until he's dead. Um, yeah, see, see that I of. I have issues with the tinkering. I'm kind of two-faced. It's like, by all means, put it into high def and put the sound into Dolby whatever, you know, point one or whatever it is, um, but stop putting new scenes in. I don't mind them toying, tinkering with the special effects to make them better. I don't mind that, because um, that's what they did with old Doctor Who stories and remastered the special effects when they brought them out in DVD. I don't mind that, Um I just don't. I just don't think it's just that he's changed audio files. From, you know, Ben's cr- cry. Uh, when yep. when you get to it, you'll get to it before me. When Obi when Obi Wan does his cry to scare away the, ja- yeah, the Jawas. Oh uh, no! It's not Jawas. Is it? It's sand people. Sand people. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it, he has changed it. And then when the Tuscan Raider attacks, look, he's changed that sound as well. And I love that sound. Um, and they just they just keep tinkering. Um. And I think they've put, oh, what's his face? They've put Hayden Christensen in at, at the end of Jedi. Yep. Um, you've got Darth Vader's no has been put into this. Has been put into Return of the Jedi. <laughs> it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> the biggest issue I have with all the changes are the Hayden Christensen being added at the end of Jedi. That's the one that really, really annoys me because it obliterates Sebastian Shaw. the other actor, Sebastian Shaw, yeah. and it's like, and he's no longer with us as far as I know. So it's like, well, that kind of sucks because there are people that are only going to see the special editions. Yeah. So. 
it is kind of poo. It, it is a bit of a kick in the face to him, really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, changing a sound file or something like that, eh, uncaught with that, putting some crappy CG creature or whatever, not a fan. Because the thing is, it's like the CG stuff that Lucas put in in the late 90s looks more dated than the stuff that was there from the 70s. Oh, yeah, especially, especially Jabba. weird. You know, <laughs> it's awful. You know, they had, they had, they had a stand-in for Jabba um, for that scene, and it was a human actor, and then they decided to replace over the human actor with a, a, sh- a shitty CGI Jabba, and then they had to, like, physically move Harrison Ford over the tail that <laughs> it wasn't yep. there. And it just, oh, it just, and does it add anything to the story? Does it? I don't think so. No. We get, and I think the worst thing is, it's like, and the, the original versions kind of are available, because I've got a DVD that's got, yeah, yeah but they've, they're not been high def. There's like, fine, you want the original ones? Have them. They look like shit. So it's just a bit odd. I um, I've never watched the originals. I, I, I was brought up in the 97 versions. Um, really? I had them on videotape, uh, and that was my first encounter. And and they used to show them on, on ITV all the time, do you remember? Yeah. It, it wasn't about Christmas time, they used to show them all the time. Definitely, yeah. Uh, I mean, some of the some of the stuff that they've done for the changes are, are decent, like the, the ending of Return of the Jedi, where it goes across Coruscant and all that sort of stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because that ties um, back into the prequels a little bit. That I like. But you've got a different musical number for the Ewoks at the end. It's a totally different song. It's like, what? Yeah. And then you've got that stupid Jabba, um, Jabba's Palace musical number that's just awful in the special editions. Much better in the original version. Oh, when it's it's like, oh my what God. the hell have they done? They added, oh. in that, they added in that CGI woman, didn't they? Awful. Oh, I remember it now. Oh. Jane. The original one, miles better because um, it just worked. Because my, my my good lady, she um she is a Star Wars fan, but she hasn't watched them since she was about eleven. So her her memory of Star Wars is quite you know she was you know Ellie was born in ninety four, <laughs> so wow. so you know Ellie even missed out in the ninety seven versions. Yep. So it'll be quite. I mean, I know we're doing this, uh, but I said to Ellie, said, "Can we watch them before we go see episode seven? And I yeah. think that's going to make sense. So you know, we're going to sit down, and we're going to watch them again. And I, you know, she's only going to know that version. She's only going to know the na 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 version. She's never, and she will grow wow. up in a world, uh, Stuart, where Han didn't shoot first. <laughs> exactly that's the age old thing isn't it did he did he no he didn't and the version that I've seen originally no he you know he's he's a scoundrel so in your version on your original versions did he shoot first yes when I yeah the original cinematic versions he did because he knew that Greedo was going to gun him down so he's like bang but heaven forbid you can't have Han Solo doing that. Well, yeah, you can, because that's the sort of person he is. Um, but, yeah, what, yeah what he shot doing, first. Sorry, I'm now, I'm now on the scene where the Stormtroopers are on Tatooine. Why have we got a lot more Stormtroopers, and why have we got those banthers? <laughs> CG, Lucas tinkering. Oh, you can't have a space on the screen. Oh, no. Look, there are droids. What, uh, what's your time scale? What's on your clock? I'm on 1543. Right, I'm going to try and catch up with you because mine stopped again. I'm on 15 or two actually. Really? Mine okay. Well, I'll, I'll I'll pause. I'm on 1550. 
Yeah. Will you pause on 1550? And I'll yeah. let you know when I'm on 1550. Yeah, we got the, the due back thing there, which looks awful because it just looks CGI. But there were only like three stormtroopers or something yeah. in the original shot. There was no due back no. and you didn't need it. But it was, especially when you get to the Mos Eisley bit as well. It's oh like my wall, God. Wall and creature. And they, added in, they added in a whole extra pass of Luke, Ben and the droids on the, on the hovercraft malarkey, yeah. the speeder. Uh, and it just looks completely fake. Yeah, it does. It's, it's awful. I'd do it as a gimmick, but don't make that your definitive version um, uh, of the thing. Also, the Sandcrawler, 1550, 1551, yeah. 1552. Yeah, 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 yeah. 3PO and R2 are yeah. on my 15, screen. 54, 55, 56. Yeah, I'm about a second now. We can call with that. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I, I like that they fixed the... We're just talking about changes now. I like that they fixed because I think it was quite ropey in the original. Um, I think so. If, any, if anyone is curious, you can go on YouTube and type in Star Wars Changes, and someone does have a, a series of videos going through all the, the original films and and what they've changed. Um, it's, quite, it's quite an interesting watch for me. It is. I mean, I read, I think it's like a Wikipedia page years ago where it listed how many times Star Wars has been altered and you kind of think oh he's changed it like five times no it's been changed like 50 times yeah. just little tweaks that we never even noticed each time a version comes out on whatever format there's something been altered to it not necessarily something on screen but some sort of technical issue or a logo or you know a soundtrack tra- you know tweak or whatever it is See? but uh yeah. Um, I'm a little bit sad that I didn't. I haven't seen them in the cinema. Um, at, at one point, it looked like we were going to when they said we're going to bring them out in 3D because that was the thing at the time. Um, we're going to bring them all out in 3D, and everybody went, "You know what? That's fine because at least we'll get to see them in the cinema." But they started with the Phantom Menace. It bombed horrifically, <laughs> and they went. You know what? We changed our mind. It didn't do well. Of course, it didn't do well. You yeah, started with the Phantom Menace. Menace. You bring New Hope out first. You just watch those uh, box office figures. Yeah. Were you surprised? I mean, it was about two two years ago. They they said, you know, they they made the big announcement. We're doing seven, eight, and nine. Were you a bit? Were you surprised? Did you think it was ever going to happen? Or were you resigned? Were you happy with the fact that you had one, two, three, four, five, six, and that was it? It's. I mean, if you go back, it's like George Lucas is a is a he's an awesome person, but he's kind of strange because originally, and I've seen him say it, I've read him, you know, in interviews, going, it was always going to be nine films, three in the middle, three before, three afterwards, and then maybe like a decade or so after, he's like, no, no, it was always meant to be six. There was no, I never said there was going to be nine. You kind of did, because I heard you say it on interviews. Yeah, isn't there an interview where he had <laughs> yeah. it all written down, like the, the, the whole outline of it in a book? Yep. Yep. And he's like, nope, never said that. Yeah, he did, because yeah. I remember you saying it. Um, that's one of the perks of being old enough to remember everything Star Wars. you like, yes, you did say it. You said it in 1982 yeah, in Star Wars. Yeah, Empire of Dreams, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Which is a great um, documentary that everybody needs to watch. It's very, very good, and it's on the silver DVD box set. That's just DVD, so not Blu-ray, and it's I think it's about two and a half hours, isn't yeah. it? And it's pretty much the only decent making of Star Wars yeah. documentary out there. A lot of the ones on these Blu-ray ones, they're either three minutes long or they're crap. Yeah, uh, it's bizarre. Yeah. Um. Uh, yep. Jawas. Jawas. Yep. R two D 2s 
counterpart and just exploded. R5-D4. See, I even know the names. I had that action figure, actually, a little R5-D4. See, you're talking about, see, now you're talking about action figures. We, yep. uh, we are, <laughs> I just realised, people who are watching this, who press play, have went, oh, bugger, they're at 1550. <laughs> They've had to go and get back to it. Um, the... Uh, that George Lucas didn't take any money for making it, did he? He just said, "I'll t- I'll just take whatever <laughs> yeah. whatever profits you make on the merchandise. That's what I'll take." And of course, back yep. in the seventies, merchandise wasn't a thing. Oh my god, a rare fade to black. Um, it wasn't a thing. And then, so they were like, Fly, "All right, mate." And then it just exploded. The merchandise exactly. went mental. I bet to this day, that executive who went, oh, you can keep the merchandise, and I bet he's crying his eyes out, if in fact he's still I working. I bet you he's <laughs> jumped out a window. Mm-hmm. Um, bizarre, bizarre to think that £4.5 billion was paid to George Lucas from Disney for Star Wars. The thing is that it's worth it. Oh, it is worth that, it. That is a low price for what? you can potentially do that. Not I mean, for me and you. <laughs> no, not for me and you. I mean, I, I don't think we're going to Indiegogo or Kickstarter that anytime soon. But, but lucky, can you imagine? Well, I wonder if some money to buy Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause, uh, because, I mean, straight off, the pre-sales for episode seven has, has been $50 million. They are, they are well on the way of recouping a small fraction of that on film one of their proposed planned trilogy. And they're going to be releasing, allegedly, they're going to be releasing another film, a solo film, not a hand solo film, <laughs> in between. Oh, well, there is one of them. There is one of them uh, in between each, each, yeah. each, uh, each trilogy film. Yeah, it's Rogue Squadron first. Rogue One? Rogue One? Rogue One, yeah, Rogue One. You were thinking yeah. about an old Star Wars game. I, was, I love some of the Star Rogue Wars games. Rogue Squadron. Games. Amazing. It's awesome. Um, I used to play one called X-Wing. I think it was called, oh. and it was an old PC game, and it's all wireframe effects. But it was Star Wars. But it was so Star cool. Wars, and you had the music, a MIDI file of the music. <laughs> and it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, Rogue One is up first. As far as I know, they've shot it. Yeah, well, I've seen behind the scenes still, because apparently it's a lot darker, isn't it, than well, these ones, which are kind of popcorny and stuff like that. But they've gone serious which may work may not and it will take place before it takes place in between uh, three and I four yes because it's not to do with getting the Death Star plans plan. or whatever yeah so uh, who knows great great cast in it as well yeah uh, you know Felicity Jones Alan Turek uh, that bloke who played Hannibal um, yep Mads yeah Mads, Mads Mikkelsen yeah. yeah tons of cool people in it um yeah. No, I think I think it's going to be a really good one. But it's like they're chatting and everybody's trying to work out. I mean, it, keeping your hype down for Star Wars Seven. A lot of people are struggling with that. Bless them. Um, <laughs> but it's it's like how much money is it going to make? I've seen people say it's going to be Avatar. No way. No way is it going to be Avatar. Well, okay. two point two point eight billion for a Star Wars film. No. Maybe maybe not. With the Phantom Menace, maybe not with. Well, I mean, what did the Phantom Menace raise? 
Well, I saw, uh, I can't remember which magazine it was, but it added up the entire box office gross for every Star Wars film. Empire and if you take film. all six films and combine their box office a lot together, they raise $2.8 billion. Right. That's six films. There's no way this one is going to equal what the other six have done. No, but what's really scary is like anything less than a huge amount is going to be considered a failure. But yeah. I can't possibly see how it's going to fail. Oh, no, it won't fail. I think it'll easily clear the billion mark. Um, I would probably put it about 1.2. See, I'll, I'll, I'm going to put it at 1.5. Right, cool. That, yep. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> oh, and oh, Aunt, Aunt, Aunt Baru and Uncle Owen. I know. That's actually when we're in Tunisia now, where they're filming all this stuff. Um, is that some of that hotel? Yeah, it's a hotel, yeah. It's like, well, we can imagine staying in that. It's very bizarre. And obviously we know who Aunt Beru is and you watch the prequels, you know that Luke, uh, you know the whole lineage of Luke so it kind of ruins the whole who's your dad type, who's your daddy yeah. sort of <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's quite bizarre. Yeah, because you know old Ben <laughs> um, aka Obi-Wan old Ben I wonder if he means Obi-Wan uh, <laughs> I wonder if he means Thing yeah, I try and spot him. Yeah, Renton. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I wonder if they mean him. Um sort of mistakenly watching it. So yeah, he's obviously take I, mean, I wonder I wonder if Lucas had that planned. You know, like o- Obi Wan takes baby Luke to uh, Anakin's stepbrother's homestead yeah. and says look after him. One one day, something come looking for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not. In the meantime, I'm going to go away and make my mole disappear, <laughs> so that when I'm looking like Alec Guinness, it's not there. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I don't know how much. The thing is with Lucas, he's like, I always planned this, 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 and that. Yeah, I don't. You know, from a, no, from, a, from a writing perspective, I can tell you, we make a lot of it up, and yeah, sometimes yeah. it's a very happy random stance that it does fit into place. Is she dubbed? I'm not sure, actually. I think wouldn't so. surprise me. I think she's dubbed. I think she's dubbed. Poor old Aunt Brew, with her weird blue milkshake, whatever it is. So uh, there's like a deleted scene or something where it shows more of the blue drink. It makes no sense. Oh, I don't things know. like yeah, something like that, yeah. See, I think it's cool. Even the, the shot with the two sons, even that adds to the fact. And the music because it just reminds you that you're in space. And the music as well. Oh God, yeah. I mean, John Williams, he's he's done all the six of them. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he back for number seven? He's doing seven, yeah. Because some people have been, like, bandying around that it was Michael, what do you call it? No, it's him. It's him. Yep, it's him because uh, John Bayego, is that his name? Um, who plays yep. Finn in seven? He, or, it's either him or Daisy Ridley, posted on their Instagram... A picture of yep. them in the recording studios with John. Nice. Because uh, that would be so weird having a Star Wars film without John Williams. We might have to live with episode 8 being someone different. Mm. I mean, he's an old man. You know, He must be in his he's, 80s. Oh, easily. It would be a very, very sad day when there is no more John Williams. No, and we need to appreciate John Williams' music, because, you know, Superman, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, E.T. Jaws. Jaws, Harry Potter. Schindler's, pretty much every Spielberg every film. Every Spielberg film. <laughs> um, 
you know, I'll be a sad day when we don't have him. Because <laughs> he'll be replaced by Danny Elfman. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. No, you know, there are some... There are some pretty good composers out there, but well, John Williams is kind of at the top of the. I mean, you will. Well, you know, there was an article recently on um, Screen Rant, I think it was, and they basically said that you know, depending what age you are, you will never see the last Star Wars film, and they're not talking yeah. Episode Nine because they're already planning ten, eleven, and twelve. Wow. Um, yeah. And it would just keep going and going and going, and, and you and I will pop off this mortal coil, and we will never get to see it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, gee, thanks, Screen Ramp. Way to cheer everybody oh, up, why don't you? I know. Um, <laughs> but for now, we're still here. Yeah. And um, it's, 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 it's a damn possibility that episode 8 or 9 will not be scored by John Williams. And I'm not saying it's because he won't be here, but he just might not be fit enough. I think they'll probably still use themes, you would hope. Oh, I think if you've yeah, got a Star yeah. Wars film with no Star Wars themes, then that'd be kind of really weird. Because it is as much of a character as, now, you know, the, the big bantha or whatever, you, or a.k.a. elephant with a wig on. Right, yeah, I was going to say, you're on, you're on a bantha, right, right? So, yeah. is that original? Was that in the original? Yeah, yeah, that's original, yeah. This would be quite interesting, because I could point out all the new bits, because I've seen the original... I don't know how many times I've seen the original Star Wars, but it's definitely got to be up there as one of the films I've seen more times than any other. I've, I don't even... I couldn't even hazard a guess how many times I've seen this. 50, 60, 100 maybe, something like that, probably over the years. Do you see, remember when, in a minute, when Obi-Wan meets C-3PO and R2-D, goes, well, I don't remember owning a droid. Do you think? Yes. Is he lying? <laughs> uh, I think so, yeah. There's a lot of things like that where they make comments, you're like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. Like C3PO or whatever. R2, I think, has had his memory wiped, doesn't he? They, 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 both, they both had their memories wiped. Uh, he's, he's somehow lost the ability to fly with his little jetpack for some reason. I don't know what happened to his jetpack that he had in the prequels. Again, <laughs> can that not just be the technology as time goes on? Possibly, but don't forget this is set after the prequels. Yeah, I know, but... but it's just, <laughs> so you're like, why can't you fly anymore? Maybe he's too old to yeah, fly. Maybe, it's, maybe it's, these rocks are fake, Stuart. Those rocks weren't there before. <laughs> <laughs> I know this. I know for a fact that the rocks are added in that are covering R2. Are they? Yeah, they, they weren't. See that rock? Damn, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't in the original. Did you know that the... Uh, a little bit of trivia was... Sorry. That's awful. Scream. That is a terrible scream. The original one was just kind of like a human being screaming yeah. with a little bit of an animal thing hinted in. But that was like, what the frick? Do you remember when they were bringing these editions out and it leaked online, all these new changes, and people were like, there's no way they're going to do that. There's no way they're going to have Vader going, no! And it was true. And you're like, no, what they've done. This is the first time I've watched that on Blu-ray. Um, really? I bought the Blu-rays. Hello there, my little friend. Come on, it's fine. I'll help you. It's all right, my little friend. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I have to do it. Because um, it just slips into a camera to frog. I used to be in Scotland when I was younger. Now I'm not. <laughs> uh. <laughs> all this time in Tatooine has made me English. Don't remember owning a droid, you lying mother... You did have a droid. Oh, Ben... Oh, look, the rocks that were once there are no longer there. 
Oh, so I didn't even know about the Rocks one. Yeah, Rocks is different. So yeah, I bought I bought the Blu-rays because they were so expensive. They were like sixty quid. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And they were limited edition as well. They were only going to be there for a while. Blah blah blah. And then they oh. keep creeping back, creeping back. And eventually, I bit the bullet last Christmas and I bought them. But due to my financial situation being as rubbish as it was, as all indie filmmakers will experience when you go whole hog, um, I had to trade it into CX. I just needed the money. Um, and I'd only got through episodes one, two, and three. Wow. Uh, but then uh, my girlfriend moved in and she has the Blu rays. So, hooray. Yay! Not yet. So, if you think it's been on half an hour, not a lot happened. No. A lot of people seem to forget how kind of slow the first Star Wars film is. There's really not a lot happens in it. Yeah, I mean... Until you get to the Yavin sort of Death Star. Uh, yeah, so we've, we've had, um, we've had a, a ship being uh, taken in by the Empire. We've had Vader threatening Leia. We've had droids yeah. land on Tatooine. And now uh, we've introduced main character number three to main character number four. <laughs> and that's the way they're in like half an hour. Yeah. Nowadays, do you think... I mean, how well do you think this film would float nowadays if it came out as brand new? Do you think people would be like... Oh, they'd be bored. What the hell, I'm bored now. Yeah. It's crazy, and that's, it? and that's why I'm very, very curious to see Seven and how they... And, and you know, a different, different, different time. I'm, I'm very curious to see what the pacing's like. Because even, even Phantom Menace is quite a slow film as well. Yeah, yeah. I think the only one that's not really slow is uh, Jedi. Yeah, because Jedi feels like a final film. Yep. Oh, it does here. We get the old uh, threaded backstory about his dad. Yep. It's like Ben making up shit again. Well, no, no, no. He's like, you know what? Luke's saying he wasn't a he wasn't a pilot. Oh, the Clone Wars got mentioned. <laughs> I've still never seen that TV show. Is that part of the canon, or is it yeah, not? Yes, okay. yeah. It is. So we've got the, the six movies, um, or seven movies, and the Clone Wars TV show. Yeah, there was a Clone Wars movie, right. which yep. completely separate to the Clone Wars TV show, um, oh. and the Clone War, as in the Clone Wars animated film. Yeah. Uh, but the Clone Wars animated show, six seasons, and they run between episodes two and three. Right. Have you watched a lot of them? No, just a handful. Um, it introduces General Grievous, though. That's where yep. he came from. Uh, oh, a lightsaber. Again, they don't really explain lightsabers in this film, either. No, they don't. But they don't need no, to, do they? No, it's just a you know. sword. And the beauty is, it, they didn't explain the force, either, until they killed it with... Are, are, you, ready, are you ready for the jump? The, the little jump. Oh! There you yeah. go, yep. <laughs> yep. But as kids, we never never noticed it. What's What's funny here is, is that to get Anthony Daniels out of the suit, they just went, if you don't mind, sir, I'm going to power down for now. Yeah, because he's not even moving, is yeah. he? It's just, that's like a suit just sat yeah. there. He's, but he's powered down for now, sir. Wow. What's scary is Anthony Daniels sounds just like C-3PO. It's quite bizarre. He's, if he's kind yeah. of the ambassador. Hasn't he been in all of them? Yep. You, you I think he is the only one, isn't it? Because isn't I'm not sure if Kenny Baker's in the new well, one. Well, I think he is because there's because, is he? because he's not because they've made a big fuss how in episode eight it's Jimmy V who's taken over. Um, but you know you see Kenny at um, conventions and again he's just an old man. Yeah. 
It's an energy field created by all... See, it's an energy field, the force, not midichlorians. You don't feel the need to talk about DNA and stuff like that, does it? No. So there's a great, in the trailer for episode 7, where it's uh, Han Solo goes, the, you know, the Jedi is the force, the Empire is true, all of it, and some of the changes that go, you know, the pod racing, the, 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 tra- the trading, the trading routes, the, 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 the ongoing, the ongoing um, Senate scenes, it's true, all of it. Josh Binks, it's true. The old hologram as well. Yep. Something. It's weird. It's like you sit kids down now. I mean, I was six when I saw this for the first time, and let's just say I was eight when I watched it again or whatever. I was hooked. But you sit like an eight-year-old down to watch this now. They're going to be like, "I'm bored now." Oh, well, like, you know? well, I can do a hologram on my phone. You know. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. It makes no sense. I need an explanation on what the plot is uh, doing to me. I'm a bit confused. <laughs> you have a face like Alec Guinness going, "Hmm." It is a very slow film, even between shots. It's very slow. Yeah. You must learn the ways of the Force. If you were to come with me... So you think now it's like 36 minutes, and it's still not a lot happened. No. It just shows you how different films are then to now, really. Which, I don't know. I can't work out why people have... I think people have just got less patience now. I mean, I still love watching this one, but... Well, you go... Uh, like when we were in college, they were like, go go watch go, uh, Goldfinger or Doctor No, and then go watch a Bond film now. And you know, there's a you know there's a there's a lot less fighting and a- fighting and whatnot and action scenes in the old Bond films, but in in the new Bond films, something happens every six minutes. Yeah. Because you just switch off now. We're just we're a YouTube generation now. We're. Yeah. Six minutes is as long as you keep us going. Exactly. That's what she said. So. Oh, mate. Ah, mate. Ah, ah. A, whole, a whole 45 minutes you lasted. Isn't it? Longer than usual. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> even the Death Star looks cool. Death Star does look cool. The Death Star looks cooler in this shot than a lot of films that were shot five years ago. Yeah. Look. And it kind of makes no sense. Well, it's so, because it's a real model, it's real. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I love how I love how all the all the emperor all the emperors made of old English men. So if you're English, you're evil. Yes. Oh, there he is. You got Peter Cushy. Do you reckon at this moment in time he's wearing his pink slippers, or is that just when Alderaan blows up? Uh, you need to explain that one to me. Do you not know that one? No. Right. Okay, well, I'll get onto that one in a few minutes then. There'll be little bits of trivia that I just remember. I'm like, bang, I'll have to rattle that one out. But yeah, Peter Cushing. He was one of like the major names in this film, isn't it? It's like Peter Cushing and Alan oh, Guinness. Okay. I don't think anybody else was heard of. I mean, a lot of these guys are all theatrical actors from, from TV. And stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that guy who was speaking there, I'm pretty sure he was in Doctor Who at some point. You wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. He, was, uh, he was in an old TV show called Boon. Oh, was Michael he in Boon? El- Michael Elpick, I think. Oh, that was him. Silver. Yeah, he was like the sidekick to him. I love Boon. I know, Neil Morrissey was in Boon. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when is Neil Morrissey now? He is voicing Bob the Builder, isn't he still? Is that what he's doing now? Okay. Yeah, yeah. See, there's Dozy Git going, Vader, you're a bitch. And he's going to yeah, I don't believe. Forward. I don't believe in the old wizardry of the force. I believe none of it. <gasps> That's apparently the choke. It's some sort of bit of metal in the throat. Apparently, in one of the books or whatever. It's somehow he fires a little bit of metal and 
in it. That's what's choking him. It doesn't quite make any sense. I think it makes sense just crushing his windpipe. Yeah, but. I'm happy believing, and I'm happy just to believe that he's using his force powers to choke somebody. I don't think. Yeah, little bits of metal or something. Oh, no, well, Probably some dodgy fan fiction that isn't canon anymore. I'm happy to ignore that. Because <laughs> they wiped out a lot of the books, didn't they? When Disney yeah. came in, they wiped out. Uh, so Jack, Mara Jade, that great Sith princess woman, uh-huh. she's just a, you know, who, but babies with Luke, she's um, she's long gone. But I had probably about 90 of the Star Wars books on my Kindle, and then the other week I looked at them and thought, there's no point reading them. They're, not, they're just fan fiction now. Yeah. So I just deleted them all. Shame. Wow. Is this Ben trying to insinuate that Stormtroopers are smart? Yes. <laughs> that they're good shots. But they're not really. <laughs> no. Did you know Princess Leia is the only character who never misses? I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Every shot, she never misses. Wow. See? Tough, badass woman. I like how every shot not you've so got of a speeder when it's not moving is just slightly off to the left, clamp, clamped on to something. <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, the, yeah, the thing. What do you call it? Yep. And then when it's driving, they had like mirrors on the side of it to cover it up. Like that, that sort of shot. Yeah. Some sort of mirror thing hiding it. And again, it's just on a, a, a gamble there, spinning round. It doesn't move in a straight line. It always moves in a <laughs> circular. circular direction. See, coming up as well, it's like one of the most gruesome shots in the Star Wars thing. Is, yeah. It's either Baru or uh, Owen, like charred skeleton. Isn't that both of them? I think it might be, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just burnt to a crisp. You're like, that's pretty graphic. But this is a U certificate as well. Now they'd be like, oh, no, no, I need to give this a PG now. Yeah, yeah, both of them there. Poor old Owen and Aunt Brew. Poor old Luke's hair as well. What's happened? What's all that about? Luke's currently thinking, oh my God, I wonder if Luke and, uh, I wonder if Aunt, Aunt Brew and Uncle Owen did this to these people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Did you watch a lot of the deleted scenes when it shows the um, Luke hanging out with his friends, like Koo Stark and stuff? No. They're on the Blu-ray set. They're quite, they're quite lengthy scenes where he's chatting to uh, Biggs. Biggs and stuff like that. There's quite a lot of the stuff there. Is it important? Shot. Um, no, it would kind of slow the film down, but it's basically Biggs comes back and he's like, look, Luke, I've, I've not really run off to join the Academy. I've hooked up with the Rebellion and it's quite a lengthy scene. Um, see, with them all chatting and stuff, so that's pretty cool to watch. See, see this machine here? Yeah. With the scary needle of doom. Yes. Um, <laughs> Carrie Fisher, a well-known drug addict at the time, was like, bring on, bitches. I bet she's like that, better have smack in it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Poor Carrie Fisher, she's starting herself out now, though. She has. Um, very relieved that she's back in it. Again, that was a bit of a joke. Oh, we're bringing back Han and Luke and, and Leia and everyone was like, aye, right, okay. Um, yeah. But they got them all personal trainers and got them all back into shape, and they did it. Yeah, they did. Um, Luke's, uh, Mark Hamill has confirmed that he's in episode 8. Really? Okay. Uh, they were talking about, because he's in the Flash TV show, um, and someone tweeted at him asking him about his facial hair, and was it affecting any of his other jobs, and he said, no, no, I've just finished doing the Flash, and then the beard comes back on. Um okay. So yeah, he's in, he was spotted in Ireland doing some filming for episode 8. Um, so it's amazing that now they're filming the next one. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, because yeah, Jimmy V, who's in Doctor Who, uh, is the Mox of Balhoun. 
and some other characters, and like when it's small weird aliens, it's Jimmy V from Glasgow. Uh, um, yeah, he's it's in it. Oh, here we go. Right, well, what's the point of this? Joe? This, this is this is all new. Yeah, none of the, none of this existed. That was in the ninety-seven all, one, wasn't it? Ninety-seven. This is all ninety-seven looks, stuff. Like, it looks worse than. Yep. I mean, all ninety-seven. See that shot? I like that shot. I won't lie to you. I like that shot. Don't like this yep. shot. Again, it's just slowing things down. Still, still, and then they chuck the humour in, of course, with the things falling off and swinging around, and you know, now we're about to. There we go. Now we're into the. And now we're the into what we had, yeah. yeah, this is how you see, and there's a lot of stupid. That's and new, yeah. That's new because you spot it a mile off the CG. It sticks out like a sore thumb. That droid, you think? I think that droid's new. And then we're back into these aren't the droids you're looking for. How many people have used these sort of lines? Oh, have you seen my pencil? That's not the pencil you're looking for. People have used (laughs) so much. Uh, Yeah, so yeah, Jimmy V's taken over from Kenny Baker. And um, he's um, the film in episode 8 now. But I have a sneak... Oh yeah, we're not talking about 7. No no plots. No. Because it's really difficult trying to avoid plot things. Especially the closer we get and more TV spots and stuff coming. I've stopped watching them. It's like, I, yeah, I've not watched them. Um, because now it's like, oh, and here's the first official clip. And it's like, no, I've waited this long. Shush, stop it. The, the last one I saw was the It's All True, the Jedi. Yeah, that's blah, blah, blah. That was the last trailer I saw. It's the last article I've read. It, it annoys me because I'm buying film magazines and I'm looking in, there's about 20 pages of Star Wars. I'm like, I ain't reading that. I'll read it after the film comes out. Why, why can't it be? Um, the, only, the only thing I'm going to talk about is uh, obviously in Empire Strikes Back, originally he recorded the line that Darth Vader says to Luke, uh, I killed your father, is what they originally recorded. That thing at the background's fake, isn't it? Yeah, yep. Oh, I love this. Uh, dun, 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 dun. But <laughs> but I I don't I don't remember this. But there used to be a scary woo fleet character. Yes, there did. Yeah, there's some new creatures. That one that was on a second ago was a new one. And they've replaced the wolf. Uh, they have replaced yeah, the wolf's the wolf. gone. Um, was it too scary, or did it look too naff? I, I don't remember it looking naff. It just looked like a lot of the other creatures. Like looked like this little dude going, "Give me a drink." I'm sure he's underage, but the devil. Yeah. There's the devil. Look, there is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so like Luke had to keep the secret that it was I am your father, um, and apparently he has a big secret that if it gets leaked, yeah, they'll know it's him that leaked it, and he won't get paid. Which is great. I don't know. It's bizarre. I mean, he will already have been paid. You would hope, wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> maybe not. Really? Now I wonder why they don't accept their kind. And uh, uh, more than likely because they don't buy drinks, yeah. because they're just going to fill the place up with droids. Or I know actually I think I think I think it's to do with the fact that droids have got recording capabilities yeah. and the bar is full of smugglers and criminals. So why the hell would they want their conversations being eavesdropped? You, so I think that is actually what it is. Can you can you imagine? Yeah, that replaced the wolf, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? If, I used to have Hammerhead. The action figure. Can, can you imagine if you walked into a bar now and just like pulled the bartender's shirt to get his attention? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck off. <laughs> Walrus man, I had that. I had most of these action figures. It's a, it's a great uh, robot chicken sketch. 
where it subtitles for this bit, and he goes, rrr, rrr, rrr. he doesn't like you, and he goes, hey man, that's not what I said at all, I said I love his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually an architect, and he gets fired from his job because he he's writing, his drawing hand gets chopped off. Oh, wow. I mean, that's the other part of violence, isn't it, when your arm gets lopped yeah. off by a lightsaber, but there's not really that much blood. You don't really see much, but either. You hear a lot of it. Which is the way it is. I'm not that I've ever been in a bar fight with a lightsaber, but it'd be chaotic, and you'd be like, "What the hell's going on?" And then it's over. Again, minimalizing what effects you need to use, so you heard the lightsaber power down, opposed to seeing it. Yep. Nowadays, you, people would be all over that on Twitter. Going, actually, you didn't really see the lightsaber. Blah 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 blah. Oh. Therefore, this film sucks. There's Chewie before he got got his hair washed. And that's <laughs> what it looks like he's been using. Uh, Vidal Sassoon. Yes, because he's worth it. He is. Oh, look, fake Wookiee. Uh, yeah. Not fake Wookiee, fake Banter. Fake, fake, fake Stormtrooper getting off as well. Terrible. I used to have um, the the double vinyl Star Wars soundtrack. It's amazing. Cantina. I, I only have Empire Strikes Back on CD, and it's a two... To, to disco and my favourite piece of music on it is the asteroid field I bought um, it's like a four disc set I think years ago and it's one two and three it's not one two and three but it's Star Wars Empire Jedi and a fourth disc of outtakes and stuff that were never used that's so really really good so I've never really watched this bit before but don't look at Han look at Chewie and Chewie just had his mouth open the whole time <laughs> Chewie is like that sort of Essex Bimbo really is like, Aww. what? What? I? What? Huh? <laughs> what is a parsec? Pretty sure a parsec is a distance, not a time, dickhead. <laughs> yeah, didn't he do the. It's like, what? The castle running 12 parsecs, is that what he said? Yeah, which is a bit like saying I did a marathon in 26 miles. You're like, alright, well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Because a parsec is apparently a distance, not like 20 minutes or whatever but who the hell knows maybe that could just be Han Solo finding out how much these two no actually other. don't know go on you two are obviously Delmar so I can fleece you for an extra few grand <laughs> 17 you can do maths you can Harrison Ford who's only movie before this I think was American Graffiti it was, and he was doing the carpentry yeah. stuff, wasn't he, yeah. on this? And then, um, well, not necessarily on this, but he's doing carpentry stuff, and Lucas, like, can you just sit in and read lines? But he's notoriously a grumpy old man now. Yeah. The, he's been quite happy with the new Ford. Yeah, yeah. Now. He's been all over the press, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, he's married. You know, he's married to Calista Fortcart. Not bad going. He's still love that element, Bill. Uh, now, how how do you think, though? Looking at Harrison Ford there, how do you think Christopher Walken? Burt Reynolds, oh, yeah. uh, Robert Redford, a uh, Ryan O'Neill would have done in those roles because that's some of the, the other people that were Christopher Walken looked at. Christopher Walken, I, I, I would, I would be happy with Christopher Walken. Not sure. so would I. I want to watch that movie. Quite great though. This text has been <laughs> this this text has been changed, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Yeah. And there's um, oh, what's his name? I want to say Frodo. That's his name. <laughs> Greedo. Greedo, thank you. Yeah. Who's in, um, oh, here we go. Is it about to digitally move oh. hand to prove that he dodged the shot that didn't happen? It's 
crazy though because he just he pulls the gun out in the original one and he just there's one line that Greedo says and then he just guns him down and that's it and then he gets up flicks the money to the bartender and it's like sorry about the mess and that's it because he's a scoundrel and he's, that's how he survived as long as he has and no I don't need a Han Solo origin movie so. that was slightly better yeah I didn't see him move I just saw a gunshot so I'm happy with that and then he just gets up look cool as a cucumber Sorry about that mess. Walks out. Awesome. Chucks him what we can only assume is money. And yes. not a bar mat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, but Greedo is in The Phantom Menace. Is it Greedo or is it... Uh, oh no, it probably is Greedo. Because uh, Greedo's got a brother called Needo as well who looks identical. No, I think his name gets mentioned though. So it's actually Greedo. I think it is wow. Greedo, yeah foreshadowing the fact that he was alive there, but he's going to die. Dicking about with Anakin. You know what's weird about... um, That was a short scene, sorry. There was uh, an extra... That's a CG droid as well thing there. Um, There was an extra added scene on this where it shows them knocking on more doors. All right. And that's also in the deleted scenes. Isn't there a deleted scene in Empire where they've got a Wampa hidden in a room and C-3PO rips the sign off and the stormtroopers go in. Yeah, there is, because they catch a womp on it, sort of, because it terrorises the, the base. base and stuff. And that's all on the uh, the Blu-rays as well. As much as the special features kind of suck on the Blu-rays, there's a lot of decent uh, uh, deleted scenes. Just to watch out pure curiosity's sake, I wouldn't say put them back in. That, that robot looks out of place in the background. I know it was there at the time. Right, yeah, now who's he point. supposed to be? There's, there's he that. is an... He's an Imperial spy. Right, okay. Um, I think he has got a name, but I can't remember what it is. But yeah, he's just, he's spying for the Imperials. So he's like, hang on a minute. Hey. Oh, here we go. Have you ever seen the actual uncut version yes, of the Yes, I have, scene, of course. Where, where Jabba's a human. A, an, a, an Irish human. An Irish. Hello there, Han. Han, uh, Han, my boy. Good morning to you, Han. Han, my boy. Friend. You know I like you. And I'm only doing it for you, so I am... Um... Have a cup of tea, Han. Just have one. Is that yeah. is that is that um, Greedo in the background? No, because he would be dead by now, wouldn't uh, he? Boba Fett. That's probably Needle. Boba Fett's been stuck He's been in here. Stuck in there, he was. Yeah, he was never. He only became popular in uh, Empire. Because yes. everybody, I mean, he became popular in Empire not because he really did that much, but because people were like, who is this person? Yeah, who, Where'd he come from? He's mysterious. He's awesome. And I felt sorry for the actor who played uh, Boba. Because obviously in the prequels they give they have Django who yeah. clones a son who is Boba and yeah. all all the clone troopers are Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, and not one of them are Jeremy Bullock. No, <laughs> who still makes a lot of money going around conventions in the UK. Actually, he's always there. Uh, and he was in Robin of Sherwood as well. He was one of the villagers. Was Jeremy Bullock. But yeah, this scene I think it was just put in for a gimmick. <laughs> I think this was to try and show off how amazing the CGI was. <laughs> I mean, it's all, I mean, this version's a lot better than what we got in '97. Yeah, the CGI is yeah. a bit better, but I mean, Jabba is huge in Return of the Jedi. Huge. Yeah, and that's only how many years? Probably five, six years. Or so. I mean, that's the weird thing, isn't it? What's the time scale between this and Jedi? We know what the time scale is on the film releases, but in the storyline. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever find out, do we? No. I remember reading somewhere that it was a it was a good few months or whatever between Empire and Jedi. 
Which is fine. Uh, I can I can handle that. Mm. I've never really thought about it to be honest. Because uh, it does it does make you wonder. It's like how long were they searching for Han before they found him on Tatooine or whatever? Ah, the Millennium Falcon. Well, how long did it take for Luke to heal from his fight with Vader? After his uh, yeah, and he had his car crash. Yeah. Didn't he? Uh, oh no, his car his car crash was between this one and Empire. It was that, hence the one hence fight. the one scratch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dodgy, scummy Imperial spy. What's weird is you watch these Blu-rays and stuff, and certainly when you watch the remastered ones on the big screen, you see all the scratches and how plasticky some of the Stormtrooper outfits look. He's like the worst shot ever is Han Solo. How he's holding a gun like that, I don't know. <laughs> but he still looks cool. Oh, do, you think, do you think that was the, the door that Harrison Ford exposed oh, that under? Possibly. Poor old Harrison. CGI for sure. I think the first part was, this part was always in there though, when it's tearing through the galaxy. Tearing through the sky, I should say. It is a very weird looking ship, but it's a cool looking ship. Have you ever spotted it in Blade Runner? Yeah, I have. It's on one of the rooftops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in um, Star Trek, I think it's the first of the new ones, um, when, they, when they come out of warp. And all, all the debris of all the other ships are there, and there's a an R two D two floating through the floating through the Is there? The other uh, cool ones I remember on Close Encounters of the Third Kind is an upside down R two D two stuck to the mothership when it pans over the mountain. Nice. And Raiders of Lost Ark when they go down into the Snake Pit tomb, oh, there's a hieroglyphic three P O and R two D two in there. And, and obviously you got Club Obi Wan and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how big this film is. It's like people just put in jokes everywhere. Which was your favourite character when you were first watching these? You want to be more like Luke? I or think Han? it was Luke. I think really? as I've got older, it's Han. Um, yeah. But I think it's I think it's going to go back to Luke in the new ones. To be honest. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think Luke is going to be more like the Ben Kenobi type. Yeah. Uh, well, we're not we're not talking rumours, but of course everyone, no, no. everyone's like, oh, he's clearly the bad guy. Um, and I hate that. I hate that. I don't. And you know, I say to Ellie, of course it's not going to happen because it would be a terrible idea. And she said, oh. but that's exactly why it's going to happen. <laughs> oh no! Right, this scene now is bringing me back to the pink slippers. Right. So we've got like layers like you're right, Tarkin, you stink, and <laughs> Vader's lapdog, etc., etc., and all that sort of stuff. And apparently, the the boots that Peter Cushing was wearing were really, really uncomfortable and because they were close-up scenes. He's wearing pink, fluffy slippers. <laughs> Through this entire scene, because obviously he didn't want his feet hurting and stuff. So, and you don't see his feet. Did you have a crush on Princess Leia? Not really. Um, there's nothing. She's not been hit by an ugly sticker. And it's just for me, I was like, wow, spaceships and walkies and and explosions and all that sort of stuff. I was never like, oh, ladies, because I just I kept myself to myself when I was a kid. So. Gorgeous lassie, though. Yeah. What was she about nineteen when she did this? She was 19. Um, it was our boobs stuck down with sticky tape because yeah. there were no bras in space, apparently, according to Carrie Fisher. Yeah, she's quite she's quite whingy these days about what she got put through. But at the end of the day, it also made her career. Yeah, it did. And she was good in it. But by the second one, she's a lot more ballsy, for sure. Um, yeah, she is. I mean, this is the 70s, isn't it? So she's still that sort of... You know, the, the cinema around that time was very much 
men role and uh, I'm a lady and I need men to protect yeah. me type thing. Uh, the sort of damsel in distress type thing. But then when the 80s kicked in and then she was pretty much saving everybody else and bossing poor old Harrison around. Isn't it weird to think that that... Snogging her brother. <laughs> Isn't it weird to think that um, that's father and daughter right now? It is a little bit, yeah. Because not only did we, the audience not know that, um, Vader didn't know that at the time either. No, he didn't, did he? Because did he even... Did you, oh yeah, well he knew, he knew, he knew that Padme was pregnant, didn't he? But yeah. I don't know whether he knew about the twins. He certainly no. didn't know that they were called Luke and Leia. No, he knew. I think he knew that he had a baby on the way. I don't think he knew they were twins. I don't think she knew they were twins. No. And we're suddenly silent. Millions of voices cried out in terror when the second prequel came out as well, actually. Because I remember watching the first one. The hype for The Phantom Menace was mental. Oh, it was huge. And everybody was so excited. And then, then, what was it? Remember, we've, we've talked about this before, but what film was it everyone went to see just to see the trailer? Yeah, it's like, it was like Meet Joe Black, The Siege, and something else. Yeah. And they went in, watched the trailer, and then left. <laughs> it's bizarre. A rookie, you know. I don't understand this chessboard either. It's kind of weird. It, I understand chess, but not quite this one. No, I don't, I've never played on a circular chess board no. with holographic images, and I've never had a Wookiee rip my arm off. For, for yeah, well, that's probably a good thing. But you know, the, you know the new strategy: let the Wookiee win. Let the Wookiee win. Don't ask the Wookiee to personalise your signed autograph picture. Is also another one. I know that from experience. Really? He does not. Per- he does not personalise your uh, your photos. No. Nope. Well, Peter Mayo. Peter Mayo. Yep. I said, uh, I said, okay, any reason why you won't put two Stuart on it? He went, well, because I signed lots of signatures all day and my hand hurts. So then he wrote on the thing, um, best wishes, um, Peter Mayhew, um, Chewbacca, which is more letters than it would have been to write two Stuart sure. on the picture. So, yeah. <laughs> he was very grumpy that day. Again, a very old, unwell man. Yes. Surprised that he's in it. Very surprised. I mean, what else is he doing, though? No, other than just, conventions. No, no, but I'm just very surprised he's fit enough to do it. Yeah, because he was at the um, San Diego Comic Con last year. Yeah. And he was on the panel, and he had the stick, and he, he was the one sitting down, yeah, and he had yeah. a helper with him and stuff. So that's not so well, but. No, and then you see him in the trailer, and he's you know he's standing up. Yeah. Looking all swish with his Vidal Sassoon. Hair, yeah. Hair we going. Were home. <laughs> I think this is the same sort of room where he does the yeah. yes, it's all true, isn't it? See, again, not much has happened. It's been on an hour. And you think what's happened. Yeah. Well, you had the fight at the beginning. You had a bit of a let's get off this planet, which is maybe about a minute. Yeah, That's about it. it <laughs> it's not a lot hard. Very slow film. You know, at the core of it, the story is um, Save the Princess. Yep. That. Well, halfway through the film, they've not even met her yet. I mean, we have as the audience, yeah. but. We're learning about the Force. And yeah. then in the second one, we learn a little bit more about the Force. And then the third one, we kind of know a little bit more about the Force. Yeah. Sort of. And here we've got Han going, yep, it's all twaddle and it's all crap and I don't believe in any of it. And then, you know, jump forward to 2015, he's like, it's all true. Yeah. The Jedi's. Well, the door's falling on me. Well, we don't. Oh, we're not talking about it. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> maybe Oya had done some force training. Possibly. I mean, I like the fact that I can't really discuss any of the plot lines of episode 7 anyway, because I've been lucky enough to avoid them all, so anything I say is just pure speculation. Yes. So, yeah, I got clues, I've avoided it all. There's that um, death ball thing again. Oh, is that that torture yeah. ball thing? Uh, well, it looks very really similar, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, I mean, why is that stuck in the middle of a desk? But when it when it came on screen at first, rather than make the crack about Carrie Fisher, uh, what I should have said was that it reminded me a lot of a scene from Flash Gordon. Yes, which is probably on purpose as well. Yeah. It looks like a terror hole. Yeah, because remember that thing that went, Hail Flash! Hyperspace! <laughs> That's what hyperspace looks like. They must have come out of hyperspace too soon. They're in the middle of an asteroid field. <laughs> nope, that, that's Alderaan, unfortunately. Poor old Jimmy Smits has been blown to bits. Got it. Meanwhile, several stage hands are outside just, 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 just rocking it. Just yeah. Back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Tie fi- is there any noise just cooler than a TIE fighter? No. Who's more the, the sort of roar of a TIE fighter is fantastic. Who's more foolish, Stuart? The fool who follows or the fool who doesn't? <laughs> exactly. It's like, what are you, the Riddler? I hope they do show all these films on the big screen again because they'll make a fortune. Um, I'd go and watch them again. I've seen, I've got them at home. I think they would have announced it by now, but only. Yeah, that's true. We're not that far away, are we? It's normally like City Worlds and stuff that do it, though, isn't it? Yeah. That's no moon. It's a space station. That's one of the many Death Stars that we're going to get throughout the franchise. See, a lot of people are bitching us. I mean, it's not a spoiler because it's on the poster, but there's a Death Star type thing on there. I was one of them. People are like, man, why, why are they doing it? Well, because that's what they do. I, they don't go, oh, well, we lost a battleship. Let's not ever build No, one. No, I agree. Because they are pretty effective. No, I agree with your logic, but apparently this one isn't, doesn't destroy planets. It destroys galaxies. Yeah, solar systems. How many solar systems are there? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, it must have a pretty good range if it's going to blow a solar system that's you know, you're not in that one. <laughs> Obviously, you don't want to blow it up if you're in it, because that's kind of daft, but... If you uh, look at some of the special features on the Blu-rays as well, it shows the model of the Death Star, and it's massive. It's well impressive. On the on the Blu-ray? Yeah, the, the special effects people, they'll be working on whatever, and it's like, right, well, we're going to give you a bit of a break, go work on the Death Star for a bit, and they toddle off, and they go do some stuff with the Death Star, and come back, and carry on doing what they're originally doing. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty hefty model for a lot. To think a lot of people died on that Death Star. A lot of civilians, not just Imperial people as well. There must be contractors and stuff yeah. on there. Uh, thank you, Kevin Smith, for that whole conversation. <laughs> what they've also changed on a lot of these is the, uh, the language on some of the signs, like the control panels and stuff. Really? Put this weird foreign language thing on it, yeah. Oh. Mm. Weird symbols and stuff. Didn't know that. Well, we used to, back in the day when you used to buy like a box of shreddies, on the back, what they used to do is there'd be like a, like a matte painting type thing on the back of the box, right. and inside the shreddies you would get little stickers and you could make like Star Wars scenes and stuff. Oh, that's... So you get like this one, you get little Stormtrooper ones, you could just stick them on the back of the box and play around with them. We were easily entertained as children. I used to have one of that for a, t- for a cartoon show called The Animals of Farthingwood. 
Wow. And it was a book with all the scenes on it, and you just had those stickery things of the characters, <laughs> and you could just stick them wherever you wanted. You know? That kept us busy for hours. That, it that did. really did. And you didn't need no iPhone. And kids, nope. kids now have got friggin' iPads and tablets, and they just shove them a tablet and go, here you go, watch CBBs. Yeah, they do. Watch watch Star Wars on your tablet. That's the way it was meant to be. Yeah, right. I love that the thing goes, he just goes, I send something I haven't sent in a very long, and he just walks off. He doesn't finish his <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I love the way this stormtrooper's carrying the gun down by his hip. That's cool. That guy's got a rifle. He's feeling quite good about himself. He has. The old smuggling thing. Yep. Very cool. Millennium Falcon's one of the the coolest spaceships. I think if I had to pick any spaceship I could have, I would either have the Falcon or uh, I shall probably go for Star Enterprise, the 1701D, I think, because that's big. Do you think we're going to see the smuggling ports used again in the new one? Ooh, do you think Harrison will be able to climb in and out of them now? He might fall in one. Yeah, maybe with a little bit of help. Possibly. That's probably where Carrie Fisher hides her stash. Actually, he's actually, just actually stroked Chewbacca's hair there. Really? Good boy, well done. Have you ever seen the Jimmy Kimmel uh, sketch with Harrison Ford when he's been interviewed and they bring, some, bring Chewbacca on? And they have a big reunion, yeah. Yeah, it's like, was, she was my wife! <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> I think they've recently, there's a new one that came out a couple of days ago with the, with the make-up. But yeah, Harrison Ford, that he's been doing a lot of coverage for Star Wars, and he just he's a, yeah, he seems yeah. really happy about it. And he's normally not somebody that does a lot of coverage for anything, really. That, so. that to me suggests he might have got his wish. But uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm out of here. Because he's getting on as well, isn't he? Seventy something, yeah. Wow. Survived having his leg broken and survived crashing his plane on a frigging golf course. Crazy. Some of these Imperial guys is awesome. And obviously you'll have seen the Stormtrooper smacking smack his head. head like, yeah. Brilliant. The thing is, it's, it's weird. You notice it now, and everybody notices it now, but I didn't know about that. Until no, until someone pointed it out to me. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I've obviously seen it. Loads and loads of times. Did you actually hear the thump as well? Um, I don't know. You didn't originally. No, you went and added it in. Because it was always a glitch. It was never, oh, let's have one bang in his head. It was just somehow left in there. And then people then noticed it. And then it became, well, we'll put a thing on it to make it look like we always meant the Stormtrooper to bang his head. It's weird to think that we still have an hour to go. Been on an hour and ten minutes, and not much has happened. Not much has happened. Yeah, such cool. Film. Why do you think people like the Star Wars movies, though? That's what I don't know, and that's what I wanted to ask you at the start. I mean, I and I, I don't dislike them, so I'm not like, why do people like them? I love them. I think they're great, and I don't know. It's like, why? Why do we like them? Um, for me, pure escapism. Yeah, and the danger with Episode Seven is people are going to go in and watch it and try and replicate the feeling that they had when they watched like this one, Empire and Jedi, when they were about 10 or whatever age. And you can't do it, it's impossible, because we're adults now. But it's the, so we, it's the same you know. as adults now who watch Doctor Who in the 70s going, no, it's not the same. Of course it's not the same. 50 no. years have passed. <laughs> And it's the same with Star Wars. I think you just have to go in, Stuart, disengage your brain. A lot of people expect far too much from films. 
Yeah, they do. And I mean, I'm fine with the level of hype. I'm not going to, because I'm not thinking I'm going to go in and feel the sense of wonder. I'm going to go in, watch the film, come out and go, that entertained me for a couple of hours. That was awesome. I'm not going to dissect it. I'm not going to go, it's not quite as good as, because we're watching episode four now. Yeah. Nothing, nothing's really happening in it. No, but are we, going, so, are we going to come out speculating what happens next? You know, because I assume JJ has has said to has said that it's it's a it's a complete film. You know, it's an enclosed story, but yeah. they've laid part, they've laid roots to a sequel. Uh, but so was Star Wars, though. I mean, you Star watch Wars, this one. Yeah, self-contained. Yeah, the only one that's not really self-contained yeah. is Empire. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you are going to go away thinking because they are doing. You know, when when Star Wars came out, they weren't making Empire. Um, when Phantom came out, we knew they were doing uh, Cone and Sith. Yeah. And now we know that we're going to get eight and nine. episode eight, episode nine, and stuff like that. The hardest part of being a Star Wars film was waiting between Empire and Jedi. That was the longest three years ever because it's it's the one of the best endings ever because it's it's grim. You're like, what's happened to Han Solo? Where's everybody going? Are yeah. they gonna live? Oh my god, three people's been blown to bits. And as a kid, you were like, I really need to know what's happened. Yeah. So it was a painful time to wait until Jedi came out. It's a rare, it's a rarity in which the bad guys win. Yeah. Chub, chub. But it was Hang great. Up. But no, this was a self-contained film. They could easily have done Star Wars and never done any more, and nobody would a have been done the wiser. <laughs> but you wouldn't have felt cheated or whatever. I love, I love that she was like, no, no, you're not, you're not putting cuffs on me. Okay, Han, you can do it. Implying what yeah. they got up to in their spare time. Well, exactly. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Wookie. <laughs> uh, oh, is it, not, want- is it not true that Han used to be part of the Empire? Uh, as a young man and then he ends up freeing Chewie oh, and that's how they became friends I'm pretty sure that was oh. canon for a bit and that's how they came to be but again you didn't ask any of this you didn't care you, you no. know you just got a cool smuggler his pal with the walking carpet who gets caught up in a crusade by an old man and a young boy <laughs> he wouldn't know it was the 70s alright <laughs> and um, you know Ben will fix it, don't worry about oh, it. Oh, but he will. And you just got you just got swept up in it all, didn't you? That ro- that droid had boobs. And we're not grinding it, it <laughs> said. One twelve, one hour twelve, that robot had boobs. Have you ever um, had a Stormtrooper helmet and turned it upside down? It's amazing. It's like a little smiley face on it. It's fantastic. <laughs> you ever you ever see a toy with a Stormtrooper, just take it, turn it upside down and look at that weird smiley face. It's amazing. I don't know whether that's on purpose or not. But. Do you like the fact that they've brought back the Stormtroopers in 7, but they've clearly updated them? Um, yes, because they would keep the Stormtroopers. Um, but I still love the way that these ones look. They look cool, but you know it's not feasible, is it? 30-odd years, you're not going to have the same military uniform, really, no. are you? So oh, you oh there's that feeling he sensed that he's not felt in a very long time. Yes. What I, what I liked... About the about the, the prequel trilogy is that you know he goes oh at last we meet again, and and it's nice that you know you know what what happened in that that last fight, uh, yeah. Obi Wan tore him apart, you know because that was always written. Um, if you pick up the novelization of Star Wars: A New Hope, the first like chapter is the backstory of 
the Empire, Ben Kenobi, uh, the fight on the lava planet, and all that really? sort of stuff. So that was that was always written, and that was back from the late seventies. If you pick up the novel, and that, yeah, if you ever see if you ever see in a bookshop or whatever the Star Wars actual book thing, just have a look at the first few pages, and it is to do with the backstory. And that is an amazing scene. That is a beautiful scene where it was you, you're my brother Anakin. You were supposed to bring balance to the Force. Yeah. Oh, destroying the cameras. Smart move. And not long after, we get the old mention of uh, 1138, which is in most of George Lucas's uh, films. Yeah, was that not his student film at university? Yeah, it's awful. Is it really really awful? It's very, very arty. You're like, oh, give me a break. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of THX 1138. I love it. Uh, I, I suppose without that, we wouldn't. I love Hans' yeah. chat here. Every, everyone's fine. It's all, everyone's great. Just, uh, just um, I went from my function. <laughs> oh, yeah, boring conversation. Anyway, look, we're going to have a company. <laughs> Very cool. Again, if you go watch Family Guy's um, version of A New Hope, um, and when they do this, it's, it's obviously Peter who's Han Solo, and he just puts on a pair of headphones and goes, ah, now back to the Han hour. And he's just, he's just a radio host. <laughs> <laughs> and ha- halfway through escaping the, um, the, the the garbage disposal thing. They, yep, the Dianoga. He find, yep, he find, see, I know the name. Yeah, he finds a sofa. <laughs> it's a great sofa. We're taking this sofa. <laughs> wow. Aren't you a little... The thing is, it's like... Are you a little short to be a stormtrooper? Well, no, he's not, because the uniform fits him. And Luke's not that small, is he? There's an awful lot of leg and bum there in Carrie Fisher. I've never noticed before. There is. Well, that's because you're an older, an older, more, boy, older. more wide-awake yes. adult. So she knows him as Ben Kenobi. She does know him as Ben Kenobi, yeah. But you've got to wonder how she knows Ben Kenobi. Because I don't know how she knows him. Yeah. He's been on Tatooine in exile for it's, years. Hasn't well, he? apparently her father knew him and mentioned him. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy uh, Smith, aka um, uh, um, yeah, Thingy uh, Organa, or, Bail Organa, Bail Organa, yeah, yeah. Because he wasn't the original cast, was he? Jimmy Smith, he was recast. You know, somebody else did it and then they recast him as Jimmy Smith, which is cool. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, because Ben delivered the kids, didn't he? Deli- delivered. Luke, not delivered as in like, meh, but delivered, hand delivered to uh, Bail Organa yeah, and, Leah. and Baru. Yeah, Leah, Leah, got, Leah went to Bail because Bail Organa said, my wife and I have always wanted a daughter. Yeah. So they take they take her to Alderaan and, and one of the last shots is the ship. So one of the ending shots is that ship and then the starting shot is that ship. Aha. Uh-huh. Did a uh, laser blast made by hitting metal cables. Really? Yep. Wow. Old Ben Burt, who did the voice of Wally. Does all the Wally. Here we yeah. go, the first time all of our heroes are together. One hour and 17 minutes into it. That's the first time they all meet. They're about to jump into that horrible garbage pit. When did Leah have time to do her lipstick? <laughs> I don't know. I suppose she was in that prison cell a lot. But you've got to wonder why they would let her take a lipstick in there. Oh, a handsome, a handsome boy is coming to see me. Uh, we're getting a smack in the head in a second now. I think just when it cuts back and they open the door, it's like thunk. <laughs> and when Han runs down the uh, runs runs down the hallway, guns blazing, 
get to the end of it in the original there was about seven or ten of them yes. there's about a hundred there is yep the Battle of Yavin is a lot different as well the Battle of Yavin is a lot different I think the main changes on this are addition of extra stormtroopers all that crap at Mos Eisley and, and added dewbacks yeah. and a lot of ships and stuff to try and make the see I'm a firm believer in it, a film should be what it was at the time it came out, so it just kicked his arse. It doesn't get down, yeah. And there's so many innuendos in Star Wars, it's absolutely insane. Have you never done that thing? It's like, in the Star Wars thing, there's so many lines you could use, it just sound like pure film. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't care, get in there, I don't care what you smell. Um, cover me, Porkins. Uh, judge me by my size. Nope, as well, you should not. Uh, you know, that sort of stuff, slides just littered with dialogue that just sounds like pure film. <laughs> I like Chewie's approach to getting out the door, just bashing buttons until something happens. Hitting it. Well, that's um, yeah. He's obviously got a future in IT there. I think. Have you tried turning it on and off again? He's tried shooting against the magnetically sealed walls. Oops, that's not working. Oh balls! We're all strangers, and we're all just going to shout at one another. Exactly. I don't even know your name. Who are you? Oh, you're the one that's going to give me money. No. Yeah, here's your here's your bag of silver. Here's your bag of gold. Yeah. I've done my part. I'm out of here. Oh, but we could really use you. No, no, I'm out of here. Nope, I'm here for the money. Here's your Dianoga weird creature thing. Is that what it's called? Yeah. There's the famous story about um, Luke going, oh, I found stuff here. Is it Dianoga poo-poo? And George Lucas went a bit mental going, stop acting like a child. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, it's like, if you look, they're all stood up, right? He gets pulled under. Where's he gone? Where where is he? (laughs) That thing's only about, what, 30 centimetres deep? But for some reason, there must be some sort of cavern in there that he's been pulled into or whatever. Because he's disappeared. He's come back out now with his hair looking all slick. She gets all panicky. She does. He drew the short straw getting drowned in that lot, didn't he? Yep. Well, they couldn't have, let's be honest, if she went under the water, she'd come back all nips. Yeah, exactly. She'd come back all nips and the sticky tape would have fell off. Yep. And Chewbacca, well, I don't know what he'd look like. He'd look like a cat in the rain, wouldn't he? See, what was, what was quite nice there was, again, Leia saved the day in a way, because she yeah. one of us has to do something, and she does. And she does. She saves them all out. Yeah, she sorts them all out. Truly does. So none of this, uh, oh, women are oppressed crap. She's one of the toughest ones in it, even with her headphone hairdo. However, not one single black guy, not one single Chinese person, not one single Asian. No, who was on about that? Stu Miller was on about that. No on Mexican, the, no Mexican. On the, but we're not, we're, a lot of the film's not like that. No, I, I mean, we've got James Earl Jones' voice. Then you've got Lando. So you may have that. You had Lando in the second and third one. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm only yanking your chain. Oh, yeah. Um, no, a lot of people are, though. They're going, oh, they've got to have Chinese people. Like, what? No. Um, just... but, then, but now, you know, there's a, there's a petition to boycott episode seven because it's got a black man in it. Is it because it's got a black man in it's, it or because there's not enough black oh, men in it? Oh, it's because it's got a person of colour is what they're saying. So are these the same people that now don't watch Empire and Jedi, then, because Billy Dee Williams is in it? And, and you know, and, and Darth Vader, anybody? Yeah, it's bizarre. I mean, the thing is, like, people complain that there's not enough colour so and then they in, in these, but we've only got, like, four characters in it. 
And two of them are brother and sister, but we don't know yet. So they've kind of got to be the same colour. Why are they? you got Chewbacca. He ain't white. Oh, bagging the head now. Look. Oh, no, no. Thunk! Dozy beggar. And no one noticed it? No, I didn't. No, no, I'd seen this film 50, 60 times by then. I never even noticed it. It was only when it was on one of these things you may never never have seen um, shows. And you're like, oh, crap, I'm going to go back and watch my video. Oh, yeah, so it is. It's a bit like when one of the raptors falls over in Jurassic Park and you see a hand pulling it back up. I never noticed that until about five years. I didn't know that either. Yeah, it's when it just before it enters the kitchen in Jurassic Park One, it sort of leans over and you see his hand come over and pull it back up. It's quite weird and bizarre. It's one of the good things about going to Comic Cons, and when you see people dressed up as stormtroopers, you're like, that is just one of the coolest outfits yeah. ever. And they've all got the voice things as well, don't they? Yep. Impressive. I don't think that's going to work, Chewy. He's trying to. But you're sure they're the strongest one at a lot of them? Oh, easily. Well, him or Leia, I think. I like how he just shoves Leia up there. Just like, look, if you're, you're going to go first, Mrs. Yeah. Or he's trying to get his end away. It's one of them. I think he is, because he grabs a boob in Return of Jedi when um, when they're trying to break in the the Imperial place. Oh, in the, the Force Generator place? Yeah, yeah, he like, touches a boob and then takes his hand off. So that's still in the film. Oh, that's boy. quite funny. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, look, right in the hips. Yep. To be fair, they're all... That's, that's, what, that's what it means by a new hope. <laughs> that's Han going, well, at least I don't have to have no Wookiee anymore. Woohoo! I could have me a human woman. One day I'll make her a slave. Hurry up, R2. R2 is one of the heroes as well. Yeah, yeah, but he always does it at the last second. Yeah, he does. He's just a sadistic. Just a sadistic little droid. This is like the first major action sequence, one hour 25 into the... Most films will be winding up now. Phew! That was close. I made those doors go back. Oh no, I killed them. I was too late. <laughs> He was originally supposed to sound like a car salesman with C-3PO. Or sort of all cocky and this, that, and the other. <laughs> Much like um, Joan Rivers' version in uh, Spaceballs. Oh, God, I can't watch Spaceballs. Can you not? No, it takes a mickey out of Star Wars, I don't like it. Oh, <laughs> not even for the bit where John Hurt is in it at the end in the restaurant and an alien bursts out of his stomach. Oh, and he just goes, oh, not again. <laughs> but the wee, the wee alien puts on a top hat and a key and he goes, hello, my baby, hello, my darling, hello, my ragdown girl. <laughs> wow. I may watch that again at some point, but... You only, I mean, just YouTube the end, but that's all you need to know. Or, um, what's the, what's the name? Barf. Part dog, part man. I'm my own best friend. <laughs> and instead of Jabba the Hutt, it's Pizza the Hutt. She's <laughs> oh, Dark Helmet. Dark Helmet. Yeah, see, they look, see the language, it's all like weird symbols. And oh, what did they say before? I think it was actually in English. Before. She's dried her hair quite quickly. So's Chewy. My Chewy was alright, didn't get too wet though, did he? Come here, you big coward. Chewy, come here. <laughs> but they are cool films, though. Yeah. Now on. 
sometimes it's easier just to forget talking and just to watch the film. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we've had a few of those moments where we've just actually been too busy watching it. I mean, I, I can't hear it at your end. Can you hear it at my end? I can hear what you're watching. All right. And it syncs up with what I'm watching, so... Yeah, considering cool. we're in two different places we managed to sink it that's not a bad going yeah um, see Ben Kenobi is only six feet off the ground when he's doing that is he really yeah I was watching a film of that this morning is that on and it's like when um, when Luke and Leia do the swing across the, the gap they're about 30 feet across they were only allowed to do it once and Ben Kenobi's only six feet off the ground see that's cool because that's all yeah. Matt Payton then isn't it yeah it is uh, the Matt work and stuff what was that you watched it on just so I can watch it after it was uh, on the final disc of the Blu-ray set. There's like a making of Star Wars documentary for about 50 minutes. All right. Uh, it's on, it's on my version. I'll give it a watch because, I mean, the, yeah. it's quite the special features are quite sparse on the yeah, Blu-ray set I have. I used to have one called the Executor or Executor right. box set, which is a massive VHS one, big tin box, and that went missing. I don't know where that went, but it went missing. And that had a lot of really good special features and stuff on it. But I don't have a videotape player anyway now, so there we go. Uh, this will be this will be hand legging it after about six stormtroopers. Well, I like that they're legging it as well. But you shot one of them and they're legging it. Look. Yeah. Why don't they just gun him down? And to lead him. And then bang. CG, CG, loads more stormtroopers. Yeah, there was never that yeah. many, was there? No, there wasn't. There was maybe a few more, but not many. You can see why they changed that part. Yeah, and it's fine. It's just... It's weird. For us. Yeah, and Carrie Fisher was saying that they wanted to do that, or she wanted to do that swing across the gap more than once, because she said it's like the upside-down roller coaster thing. When you do it once and you're petrified, and then you go, right, I want to do it again now, and I'll enjoy it. But they never let them do it more than once. They only got to swing once. Probably insurance reasons as well. Probably. Here's a the classic Star Wars music coming into effect. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, guys. Everyone's going to be okay. Very sort of Indiana Jonesy, isn't it? It's a, a great game, arcade game, it's Star Wars, and you um you can take two Jedi, New Hope, and Empire, and it's a different level. So I'm trying to remember, I think, I genuinely think for A New Hope, it's the battle of Yavin that you do and you have to destroy the the Death Star. Empire, it's Hoth, and you have to take down the um, AT-ATs, oh, AT-ATs, AT-AT, yeah. AT&T, we just came a phone service in America. <laughs> do you know what ATAT stands for, just to test your Star Wars knowledge? <laughs> All-terrain attack, some tank, I don't know. All-terrain armour transport. Oh, I wasn't that far off. And then I think ATST is all terrain scout transport. I think for the little walkers in Jedi. And then yeah, and then the third one was, uh, you you had to go through um, oh, what's the name of the 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 for, uh, forest Endor. Endor, thank you. Endor, yeah, yeah, you go you go around there on a speeder and you have to like shoot the speeders ahead of you, and then you have to shoot stormtroopers, and you have to bring down the force fields. Then you get a bonus level where you have to bring down Death Star 2, and then it ends with a lightsaber fight between you and and Vader. That was really cool. Nice. I I must have spent a friggin' fortune on that. I've spent a lot of hours on the new Star Wars Battlefront game. Is it good? 
It's it's like Call of Duty Online, but it's Star Wars, so it's awesome. You know, it's shooting it, stormtroopers and, 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 and all sorts. Is there like a story to it, or is it just no. everyone? No, no. No, I mean, there are some single-player missions where you get, you know, for example, you've been dumped on Tatooine and you've got to wait until your transport arrives. You've got to defend yourself against waves of stormtroopers and stuff like that. Um, But it is pretty much just a combat thing. But you've also got the spaceship battle scenes. So you could be an X-Wing, you can be a Falcon, you can be a TIE fighter and so on. And it it is just very arcadey, but it's so much fun because it's Star Wars. Well, the, the only thing that bothers me about it is that it, it's an online. Uh, is there a subscription? Do you have to pay to play it? Nope. No, no, you need an online thingy. All right. You know, so your Xbox Live or your PlayStation Plus, but you don't pay anything beyond okay. playing the game. Well, I've only got a PS3, so it's not happening for me anytime soon. So. No, cause is it out for PS3? No, just PlayStation 4. Nope. Oh, damn. It makes sense, you know. Yeah. Sony have to move forward. So here we are, our first big lightsaber fight. We are. And that's the good thing about the prequels, though, is we got to see... And it's also one of the problems, isn't it, with putting them all in the sort of order, is why why can he not fight as good as he used to? Yeah. He was amazing. He could spin around and stuff, but nope. He's an old man now as well. He He probably hasn't been in a fight for about 30 years. Oh, that's true. It's one of the iconic shots of the old uh, Ben Kenobi and Vader having a fight. Like, you know, that sort of shot that was used in so many magazines. But didn't so many cereal boxes and stuff. Weren't the lightsabers plugged in as well here? I think they were plugged in. Sometimes they used glass ones, which they just kept shattering, so you'd have to keep replacing them. Um, I think sometimes it's probably broom handles or whatever, so it's... Very different in the way they make films now. But we're not going to, you know, we're not going to have experienced lightsaber fights in the next. Well, I suppose between Luke and whoever. Yeah, the guy with the cross thingied one. Yep, that's Ky- Kylo Ren. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, you've got to have lightsaber things. And Ben sacrifices himself. Did we miss the bit where he says, "If you strike me down now"? No, that's been on you. Yeah. Uh, Strike me down, I will become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Alright, we're also too busy gabbing, right? Okay. Yeah. And you got Leia going, get your arse on the ship. Here comes Vader. Oh, oh, oh. Come on. Haha. Come on, Luke. It looks, looks not a bad shot. No, he's pretty good. You would have been a bit freaked out if you suddenly heard someone who you've known. Ad- well, he's obviously known Ben a while, hasn't he? Because he's like, yeah. I wonder if he means old Ben. Um, but he'll be a bit freaked out that you suddenly you saw him get struck down, and then you just hear him going, "Run, Luke, run!" You'd be like, oh, "Hang on a minute, I've got space. I've got, sp- I've got space dementia. I just heard something." <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's all a big ruse, isn't it, to just track him back to Yavin? Oh. Yeah, yeah, they haven't, haven't they put sneaky? They put uh, a, a tracer, a tracking device. Yep. Pretty dodgy green screen there. <laughs> it's rare, but uh, you know. Well, a lot of it's been cleaned up um, during the Tie Fighter battle. It's coming up. You know, the old um, they're coming in too fast, all that sort of stuff. They've cleaned one. up a lot of the mat lines. Greg Kidd, I don't get cocky. 
But again, things like the mat lines and stuff, you never lo- noticed as a kid. No. It's only as things get more high definition and people start watching them on HD TVs and stuff that you see all these green screens and blue screens. And I mean, it would have been blue screen back then, wouldn't it? I always, yeah, I always loved this bit. I think this is one of my, the music as well was just brilliant. And so this was the sequence that was always shown on TV programs where they're like, I'm going to show a clip from the new Star Wars. It was always a bit from this because it made you know, yep, I know what I'm getting. I want to watch it now. I never understood the targeting system when they're fighting the time. <laughs> I never quite understood it. No. I like... That, yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. You're like, eh? What's all that about? Uh, I love like the first day filming and Harrison Ford turns to George Lucas. How do you fly this thing? <laughs> do you know what uh, TIE Fighter stands for? As in TIE? TIE? Um, no. It's like a quiz. No. Twin Ion Engine. Twin Ion Engine. Is that why it's got the two wings? Uh, I think so, yeah. It's that awesome sound of the TIE Fighter. That great sound. Just like a roar, isn't it? Does, is there anything on the making of it that tells you how they did the sounds? Um, I think there, it goes into all the laser blasts and stuff like that. I think it does because on the um, the special features, a, thankfully there is a play all option on the special features. And each, I think for episodes one, two, and three, you've got about five hours worth of special features, and four, five, and six, you've got about another five hours. So I pressed play one day, just kind of drifted in and out and watched as much as I could. Well, that might, yeah. that might be what I do tomorrow. So it's quite interesting. I, th- I think the original films, they're more interesting to watch the making of than the prequels. Yeah, because the prequels are all just CGI nonsense now, isn't it? It kind of is, other than Phantom Menace, because there's not as much CGI in that as you think there is going to no. be. There's, there's a fair bit, but there's not as much as Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith. That's just taking it to crazy levels. A la Hobbit. Well, they just shot all of it in Australia at, at, at 20th Century Fox on green screens. Yep. Which is nuts. I wonder if he's wearing his slippers again. Will Peter cush him? You can't quite see his eyes, can you? Oh, Vader. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, they obviously let us get away. I mean, this film, when it came out, it was, I mean, everybody knows it was a big film when it came out, but it was huge. I mean, everybody was playing Star Wars in the playgrounds. It was the, it was no longer Cowboys and Indians. It was Rebels and Imperials and stuff like that. It was mental. You know, Star Wars on cereal boxes, Star Wars. The amount of knockoff Star Wars soundtracks there were, like <laughs> Star Wars soundtrack played by the New York Pops Orchestra <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. It was... It was nuts. It was just everywhere. Um, look at the left and right of your frame when it's at the shot behind them. Have they added in something that makes it look like it's more of the ship? Um, I'm not sure. Hmm, that looks a bit weird. I think they may have. Not sure. Hmm. Again, we're back to quiet moments. We are. That's because we're staring at the screen going, hmm. So we've had a little bit of an action sequence. We're one hour thirty-seven into the film. <laughs> still, it is surprising how slow, but still awesome. Um, oh, and here's where Luke Luke reveals he's got a little bit of a crush on his sister. That's just wrong, isn't it? But we didn't know. 
No, even till you know Empire didn't know. It always makes you a little bit uncomfortable when they have a bit of a smooch in Empire, and Luke puts his hands behind his head. He's like, <laughs> yeah, but she's but, oh. but she's only doing that to make Han jealous. Oh yeah, uh, pretty sure that wasn't in it before, was it? That red planet. No, that looks a little bit different. Yeah, it looks like an addition. <coughs> and we're into Yavin, or one of the moons of Yavin. Anybody wants to get really accurate. Again, that always looked cool, that place. I don't know where they filmed that. No, I used to know. Um, I know Hoth was done in Norway, I think. What was it? Um, Endor was done in the US. Um, Tatooine was uh, Tunisia. Or Tunisia, as they call it, for some weird reason. Um, I've forgotten where they filmed the Yavin stuff. Oh. Or the exteriors of it, anyway. That's the second time she said, our only hope. Have you ever managed to hear where, apparently, Carrie Fisher calls... Oh, yeah, when he... When he Pamela Mark, or whatever. Yeah, um, Dodgy dodgy blueprint, it's, now, it's, it's not... It's when, she, yeah. it's, when she, it's when, after the Battle of Yavin and they've landed, he comes out of his X-Wing, and she... Yeah. And, uh, does he not call her Carrie... Somebody calls somebody their act their real name I'm rather than their sure acting. Pretty sure he goes carry, and they just carry on. <laughs> wow, that was a weird transition. That's all diamond day. See that just looks gorgeous. Yeah, we got it. Wonky blueprints because you've got the circular bit on the equator of the Death Star, which isn't the way that it actually looks if you look at the plans. And you've got a bunch. It is wrong, look. <laughs> and you've got a bunch of extras. Not really sure what they're doing. You have. <laughs> He's like, whatever, man, whatever. I used to shoot womp rats. What the hell's a womp rat? Don't worry about it, it's fine. Yeah, you don't need to worry about it, you just need to know that I used to shoot womp rats no bigger than I'd back home. And then we've got in uh, this edition as well the added Biggs reunited scene, we? which was never in the original either. Oh, look, another R2 droid. Oh, there's lots of them. Everybody um, gets one. I remember a scene with Biggs. Yeah, I was only in the special edition. Oh, bit. Yeah, I think there was like a glimpse of him in the, the thingy, the, but it was the, never the, a conversation. The 97 edition? Yeah. I can't remember if Big Spike is the big one or not. Um, Possibly, because it's Wedge that's in all three. Yeah, we've got, we've got Wedge, because yeah. that's you and McGregor's uncle, yeah. Yeah. Or Kit Curran, if I remember him from. He used to do a show in Scotland where he was a DJ or whatever, called the Kit Curran Radio Show. That was an awesome sitcom. Played by old Dennis Lawson. Yeah, lots and lots of extras. I'm pretty sure there was a video game in one of the bonuses where you could fly a T-16. Which was, <laughs> <Really>? Yeah. <laughs> I, may, I might be making that up, but I'm pretty sure that was a thing. Not sure what that's supposed to represent. The countdown never matches up, does it? No, it doesn't, does it? Like, 12 seconds, you look at it, it's like 30. You're like, well, okay, so in 30 seconds you should be within range. Well, we're ready in 12 minutes. You're like, I don't understand what... It's a bit like the star dates in Star Trek, they don't really add up either. Start it. One, two, six, nine, three, four. What? That's hard. Do you think that's all full of money or is that full of like food and fuel? Probably just everything, yeah. It's a lot of stuff, isn't it? I always like to think that was just filled with Coins. cash. <laughs> gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. gold press lot. Yeah, they gave, they gave it all to them one, <laughs> one, one penny. One penny. Yep. <laughs> Why wouldn't he stick around, though? It's like, he's there to... He's got Jabba after him, which we... Didn't really learn until Empire or whatever, but... Oh, we know about it now, don't we? 
Oh yeah, but doesn't, but doesn't doesn't he say to Chew, to Chewie before the whole Jabba thing? Doesn't he say we can pay we can pay him off? I think so. Yeah, Go, it goes to show that how much attention we've been paying. Well, no, I think it does. I mean, on this one, we've got the volume down and stuff, and I think no matter how many times you've seen a film, maybe it's an age thing or whatever, but I don't tend to remember a lot of the dialogue from some stuff now. It's a bit like if somebody says to me, right, Fraser, what's your phone number? You go, uh... Yeah, or if they go, just write it down, you're like, right, that easy enough, but ask me to read it out. Um, I can't remember. Which postcode? Um, I don't know. Which is your favourite ship? Oh. Is it like X-Wings, Y-Wings, B-Wings, A-Wings? I love the, I love the Y-Wings. Mm, they look stronger. Have you seen the, they look really, see really the Y-Wings in this? In this in the yeah, I think plate. so. We saw a Y-Wing in a second. There was one in the background. Oh, there. Right. I like the, the yellow one. I like the, was that not a B-Wing? No, no, the B-Wings just look like big They're sticks. quite flat, aren't they? Yeah, they're flat with a little sort of bubble at the end. look like ball pens. I, lo- I love the B-Wings as well. Yeah, it's a Y-Wing right at the back there with a the yellow thing on. Well, it's now it's gone. <laughs> it was there a minute. Is that a B wing in the background? I think that's a that's a Y wing in the background. Right, and they ha- and they and they obviously their axis come in a Y shape. Um, well, they don't tend to have an axis. It's just the way that the jets are positioned when you look at it from the top. It kind oh, of right. looks a bit like a Y. I think the only ones that can have movable wings are the X wings and the B wings. And here's your uh, your Bigsy scene. Which is never in the theatrical. Because that was a big thing when they're like, we're going to do special editions and you're going to get the scene with Biggs. You're like, oh, wow, Biggs. Because we all knew who he was. Luke matures so much between this one and then, you know, in this one and Empire is still a little bit of a. He's. He's a bit whiny. Bit whiny. <laughs> he, you know, even in the second one, he's like, but a guy saved my friend. And he's very impatient. And that yeah. great scene. Damn it, Yoda! I need to know it all now. And that, yeah, yeah, I need, I need to know the Force now. Take me now. I need to save my friends. You're not ready. I am ready. Anyway, and then he goes in and he does that test and he fights Vader, but it's himself. Yep. Um, which was quite cool and scary at the time. Um, but then when you see him, when you finally do see him in Jedi, he does <laughs> give off that air of I am a Jedi. He does. You've got like hand going. Oh God, we're all gonna die. He's like, don't worry about it. Just and that, that great scene where he salutes R2 and the lightsaber pops out. And if you watch oh. the original trailer, in that scene the lightsaber's blue uh, in the trailer. But obviously it's green in the in the final cut. Have you watched the, the additional scene of him finishing his lightsaber in Jedi? I don't believe it's so. In the, it's in the special features if you watch it um, on the Blu-ray. There's a, there's a deleted scene where he's in a cave somewhere. And it's him finishing his new lightsaber, building his own lightsaber. Now, somewhere in one of these rebel pilots, one of them is a woman, but they dubbed her over with somebody else's voice. There is a rebel woman pilot in there. And lots of CG ships as well. Oh, that's a lot of ships, isn't it? Yeah, there was only about seven, I think, (laughs) in the original version. Again, makes sense. And they don't look terrible, do they? No, they don't. No, it's not like you've put thousands of them. Have you watched the George Lucas edition of the... Force Awakens trailer. No. It's hilarious. You should give it a watch. <laughs> no, I'll watch it after the film, I think. See, so I'm on lockdown. They've just, they've, just, they've just added in tons of TIE fighters and X-Wing shit. You know, they've just an over-the-top of CGI and all the shots. It's nuts. 
This is nice not having lens flare in it. <laughs> well, hopefully we're not going to get lens flare. Apparently they've, they've held back on it, so... But that that's just his style, do you know what I mean? That's his choice. It is. Oh, they need to just... I think I saw... Oh no, I thought that was a female pilot, but it was woman. Yeah, there is one. I've seen a screen grab of it, and I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, you get a bunch of Y-wings in this one. <laughs> See, I didn't know that. I thought they were B-wings, and I don't know why. No, the B-Wings, you see more B-Wings in Return of Jedi, and they just look like like a lolly stick with a little thing on the head, on the top, like a small B. So you'll see a lot of those in Jedi. Where's Mon Mothma? Oh, yeah, she's nowhere to be seen, is she? And where's, um... General, uh, what's his Admiral name? Admiral, Ad- Admiral, Admiral... Oh, Admiral. he's on the planet Calamari. It's a trap! Love that guy. <laughs> and Niem Num. He just goes, yeah. <laughs> he looks like a penis. Every time he's on the net, it's like, he looks like a dick. I'm like, thanks for that. Is that the guy who's with Wando? Yeah. Oh, what's the name of uh, Jabba's wee pal? Salacious Crumb. Yeah, he just goes, <laughs> straight out of Jim Henson, isn't he? His porkins. Oh, yeah, for- straight out of Jim Henson. I mean, good on porkins. He gets a pretty good shot in. Yeah, it does. But you can't help but feel they're merely denting the surface. Yes, exactly. Famous last words. No, I'm all right. Yeah. That counter, 19. It was on 30 about five minutes ago. Peter Cushion is not happy. And they're also saying it's in range in seven minutes when that screen clearly said 20. It did. You're not, you're not hearing things, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Oh. I think I'm cracking up. I can hear Alec Guinness. Uh oh. This is where it gets heavy though with the TIE fighters coming, you're like, come on. And then Vader's got his own personal ship. Yes, the well, yeah, they It's not there. Different shape wings. Yeah. No, it's not there yet. It'll come in. But I would highly recommend watching these on the big screen not oh, anywhere. If I if I get the chance. I'm a bit like that with Blade Runner, it's like the moment they show that on the big screen and I can get to it, I'm gonna go watch it even though I've got it on D V D. Is that Vader? No, Vader is... Uh, he's in the the bendy thing. He's got the bendy wings. Woo! So he, will come in. he comes in with two new people in a second. It's amazing. It's like, you two, come with me. It's amazing how quickly Luke has learned to fly an X-Wing. Ah, uh, well, he used to um, fly target womp rock. Yeah. And fly and through, the, fly through the needle and all that sort of stuff. And a completely different ship. <laughs> Did you ever manage to track down the Star Wars audio plays? No, I didn't, no. They're really good. So it goes into all this, how he's a good pilot, and he threads a needle on Tatooine and all that sort of stuff. It's really, it's clever. Plus, you know, his dad was a great pilot, so he must be too, you know. (sighs) Yeah, his dad wasn't that good a pilot. Yeah, but there'll also be elements (laughs) of But there is a bit where he goes, hmm, the Force is strong with this one. (laughs) Yes, I sense he's my child. Yeah, I don't think there's any way that Lucas thought I'm going to make this thing. Because he, he's got a record saying he never realised he would be able to make it anymore. So I, this was always a self-contained film. And I'm sure he hoped he could do other ones. There we go. There's Darth going off in his little ship. Oh, you, the studio straight away would have went, well, that went well. <laughs> Let's do another one. Because there was the old story where George Lucas was showing a temp cut to a bunch of people and he'd cut, intercut um, black and white dogfighting scenes into the space battles and Spielberg was there 
and all these other filmmakers were there, and 90% of them came out going, what the frick was that? Yeah. Spielberg went, I love it, it's going to work. Because yeah. he could see what it was going to become, but it's, you know, <laughs> that must have been really weird. To oh, watch. yeah, if the producers lost faith in them left, right, and centre. Yeah, it's only, I mean, only. $10 million budget as well. So that's still $10 million, but nowadays it's nothing, is it? But, but it paid off for them. Yeah, it certainly did. Even just the merchandising. And here we are. God knows how many years later, you and I are sitting, spending two hours of our day. Yeah. Talking about it while watching it, you know. And half of the planet is getting so giddy and excited about the seventh Star Wars, or, or technically it's like the ninth, isn't it? Because we've got Caravan of Courage and Battle for Endor the <laughs> yeah. as well. So. And, 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 and the Star Wars holiday special. Is that technically not a television? It's on, yeah. it's on YouTube. So, so yep, there we go. I've still never watched that. Well, we were supposed to be watching it as part of Watch Bad Movies with Great Comedians next week, but unfortunately it's been cancelled. Oh no. I know. Devastated. It's probably because uh, Billy didn't, didn't want to watch Star Wars all these specials. Didn't, didn't, like, didn't George Lucas make sure that every single copy was destroyed? <laughs> Yeah, you can't do that nowadays, can you? Nope. Somebody, one person's got it, then everyone's wow. got it. Yeah, sounds a bit like uh, <laughs> like <chlamydia. laughs> Yeah, it does. See, I always felt that you know how they've got the little um, medals or insignias on their jackets here. They always look like strepsils to me. You know the packages. Could well have been. <laughs> it could well have been some of the props that they used. Um, I think Phantom Menace, Qui Gon's communicator was actually a lady shape. Yeah, yeah. You know, so things like that. You've got to work with what you've got, I suppose. And it was the budget on the visual effects and models for Star Wars was $3.5 million out of 10. Jeez. So that's quite a chunk. But the salaries would have been next to nothing. I think the only two people who would have, would have been able to get a reasonable paycheck would have been yes. Alec Guinness and Peter Cushing. Yeah. And that's it. Do you remember the, the original teaser trailer for Empire where it was all just drawings? And a voiceover. No. Again, look at, you need to look it up. It was just because they hadn't shown anything, so it was it was just the storyboards and concept wow. art. I do remember getting so excited about Empire coming out though. Those are my heydays as uh, being a film fan. That and then waiting for Jedi to come out. It was just so long. I love how I was like, I can't hold them. It's like you're not doing anything. <laughs> you just no. you just waving your ship back and forth. <laughs> Seriously good model work, though. Yeah. Uh, very, very impressive. Well, isn't it, that's up isn't it just... It's all in tennis tables, isn't it? Yeah. Tennis tables, and then they invented the... the what do they call it? The certain type of camera Tamba, shots yeah. that they could do. Um, absolutely insane. Oh, there's Wedge. Yay. It is a shame he's not going to be in the new one, but he apparently said he'd get really bored and he's not interested. So. Yeah, he was, he was quite vocal about it as well. <laughs> That's all that about. Yep. Oh, it's on ten now, that counter. Nine. <laughs> Had a stray hair there and Peter Cushing. No one picked up on that. It's only from his pink slippers, though, so... No, not, not, like, not a lot of rebels have survived his run, have they? <laughs> oh, no, not a lot. So do you think Ellie will enjoy watching these again? You mentioned you're going to watch them uh, with her before yeah. Force Awakens. I, I think she will. 
God. There's a massive difference between this one and Empire. Yeah, there is. And there's a massive difference between Empire and Jedi. Well, you, well, you say that, but I feel they're quite similar. Maybe, I mean, I haven't watched them in a while either, so maybe I will notice the difference. Um, Return of the Jedi is a lot is family friendly. Where, yeah, well, I feel yeah. like Empire's not. No, Empire's quite dark and grim. And again, when you watch Empire, not a lot happens, isn't it? You know, there's not much that happens in the Yoda sequences. Um, the highlights are going to be like the asteroid battle and the Atat battle, and then the last thirty seconds, you know, the escape from um, Cloud City. So. I like, I like it when they do go to Yoda because it's just a puppet, and it's just brilliant. It just becomes very Jim Hensony. Yeah, it does. Fuzzy bear modelling him, you know, below. Oh, look, just his eyes. Word. First time you see his eyes. <laughs> Have you seen any of the original clips where it's actually Dave Prowse's voice? Oh, yeah. Hey, bloody heck! <laughs> yeah, with his Yorkshire. I want those staff star pans now, my lad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he going to do it, Stuart? Is he going to do it? I think he might. Oh, no, he's not. Is that Biggs? I think that's Biggs that's gone. Bye, Biggs. R.I.P. Biggs. Yeah. Go on. Luke will sort it out. He's thinking. My pink slippers are in my caravan. <laughs> this bit is great as well. When he goes, trust me, Luke, use the force. This bit is amazing. Switch it off. Your targeting computer's off. Yeah, it's crashed. Don't work. Here it comes. It's like I don't understand the targeting system, so I'm just not going to bother with it, to be honest, because it makes no sense. It's just squares. Basically, the computer says fire now. Don't fire now. Yeah. Oh, there it is, the force is strong with this one. Switch it off. Your medichlorians are through the roof. You notice the rebels are all quite old as well. Yeah, they are. Such fun films. Come on. Just blast Invader. How can you miss at that range? All you can hit is a droid at that range. That's well, terrible. if you meant it, it's a hell of a shot. True, maybe he did mean it. Do you think he did? Yeah. Or did you... Ah, so he wasn't trying to actually blast him then. And you know they've also changed the explosions when uh, the Death Star gets blown Have up they? as well. Yeah, yeah, there was always just like a starry pop, you know, bang, bang, bang. Right. And then they've put this sort of wave on uh, all the new explosions now. Included nothing all around or whatever. But yeah, they changed all that. And of course... Oops. What? Woohoo! And I mean, that was cool as well as a kid when Han comes back to help him. Well, also as a kid as well, you would, when you saw when you saw Vader spinning off, you were always wondering what? for ages, going, is he still alive? Because he didn't die and he spun off and he's lost in space. You were just seriously wondering where the hell Darth Vader was. And this whole and, I, and this whole time, where's the emperor hiding? I know he's not mentioned in this film at all, is he? No, there wasn't really emperor. an emperor, was there? They never and really th- brought it in until Empire. Yeah, and then it was just a woman with cat's eyes. But if you do replaced- like mention in the 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 book novelization of this one, it does mention Senator Palpatine and stuff like that. So he was thought of. Just for some reason, they never mentioned him in the film. Because obviously, when they went when they went to Dream Masters, they brought back Ian Mc, Ian. Oh, what's his name? So Ian McDermott. Here it comes, Carrie. Yeah, 
maybe he doesn't. No, because I've looked for it and I've never been able to hear it, but people claim to have heard it. So unless they've altered it, you know, tinkered around and deleted the... And look at them, they're all best friends, look. They're all happy. They've only met, they only met each other two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've only spent about 20 minutes in the same scene. Yeah. And that was in a trash but, compartment. But they're all, they're all best friends now. Um, yeah, so they brought back Ian McDermott. To, to reshoot the scenes as them as the emperor for Empire, but we, yeah. we, again, what about the guy who originally played him? Well, it was just uh, apparently it was just an actress, and they put cat's eyes over it. Oh wow! Again, YouTube will have the original bit. Yeah, probably. See, this was all this was amazing at a big screen, fanfare blaring out, and mm-hmm. go and get the medals. And for some reason, nobody's got the balls to put one on Chewie. So you could just put on him. Look, not doing Leia's it. got boobs now. Yep. Oh, she's all womanly now. She's not like a dude. She's all princessy. See, somewhere, if you look six rows back and three in, there's probably that dude is probably currently at a convention somewhere selling autographs. Do you remember in um, Phantom Menace where they kind of do those little bit as well? Yeah. With the carnival. But <laughs> Pad- Padme... Gives Anakin a little bit of a hmm, hello, look at the Is that, uh, hello, you're looking mighty hot for a nine year old. Like, oh, hey. come on, love. I get to go with you and your starship. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> oh, God. It happened, Shocking. mate. It happened. Yeah, it did. It should never have, but it did. Even, even, uh. And everybody's so happy to see a nice, shiny R2. It's awesome. All, it uh, makes no sense because you don't. But they're all we laughing as well. I don't get what's so funny about it. It's just because he's like the child, isn't he? He's like, hello, I'm there. You know, when you see like a kid at a wedding or whatever, and they're jumping up and down looking like a tit. People just think it's cute. And then R2 doing his little rock thing and beeping away. And they're like, oh, bless. Come, he is I, the child. But how come, you know, they're the one getting the trophies and the medals and everything. It's like, you know, the, you, you all took part in it. <laughs> yeah, I get why Han got it. And I suppose Luke, maybe, because he took the, the shot or whatever. Uh, what did, Who's he? What did Chewie... Oh, he's producer, dude. Big name. Yeah, but is that not... I'm looking for McCallum. Uh, Rick McCallum. I think he's from the other ones, I think. I think he's more Empire Jedi. Oh, right. Because he was... Think, very Because he was very involved. Oh, yeah. In all of it. Well, there you go, Stuart. Right. We've, um, we've successfully... Well, we're going to run till the end credits. Get to the end, and then we'll be right. Um, but yeah, we have successfully made it, and I've got to say, it flew by. It did. It really no, it quite, did. It was quite a quick two hours. It really was. Yeah. 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 Sometimes on podcasts, you're like, oh, Jesus, it's not finished yet. Oh no, I've only been recording twelve minutes. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder who's going to who's going to listen to it and go. Ooh. I think some people will. I hope they do. I mean, because it's, it's basically just a podcast, isn't it? it is, so it is we're just, not like you know, Marsha Lucas. That's uh, George's wife at the time. Is that, uh, I was going to say, is that Don't his ex-wife? Me. Yeah. Uh, the ex-wife now uh, Ralph, Ralph McQuarrie, McQuarrie yeah. illustrator if you watch some of the um, Ben Burt Ben Burt special dialogue um, sound effects yeah yeah we're just going to read names out for the next four minutes <laughs> if you look at some of the people that got starts on it David Fincher I think started on Return of Jedi as like a matte artist or something wow so that's where he sort of came from um, but yeah, there's a lot of people involved in this back, back before um, Frank Oz was a part of it Yes, definitely. There's Rick Baker, look. 
on the makeup setting. There's a lot of names. It's so weird, isn't it? The names that you see in here, and you're like, damn, they went on to do maybe not bigger things. You know, Richard Edlund, he's a massive Dennis Muir and whatnot. They're huge in the special effects world. And the music, even the music, it's just gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, it is. There's Ralph McQuarrie again. Planet Planet and Satellite Artist. Wow. Okay. There is a lot of names. Phil Tippett. Yeah, stop motion. Yeah, I know the name Phil Tippett. It's like computer animation and graphic displays, right? What that guy there, Dan O'Bannon, he's the one that wrote Alien. So he went on to do that. Wow. So there are, you spot when a few was it, names. When was, when was Alien 79? Alien was 79. Yeah. It was originally called Star Beast. And then they went, yeah, you can't call it yeah, Star Beast. You, you, call, it, call it Alien. Do you remember the weird alternative ending to Alien? Uh, no. Where, I know we're not doing an Alien podcast, but it was going to end with Alien was going to bite off Sigourney Weaver's head, right? Okay. And then was going to then use her voice. To channel back to say back to air after everything oh, was over. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. They never yeah, shot it, it. So it mentioned there on the credits, special edition producer Rick McCallum. Yeah, so he'd yeah. Gone back and he'd done um, he'd done stuff, but Ooh. I think special. I would rather see the original version, but other than the Moss Eisley stuff, it's not really been tinkered around with that much. Um, I think the bigger mess is Return of the Jedi. That stupid musical number being substituted. Yeah, but that was done well before the Blu-ray, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was your 1997 stuff. And then after that, they then substituted Sebastian Shaw, stuck in Hayden Christensen, and made it even worse. So it's crazy. So what you got planned for the rest of your day now that we're like a minute away from finishing the Star Wars? I'm very, I'm very tempted yeah. to shove on the special features. Yeah, there, there is a play-all option on it. And just is that, play on, the, all is that on the final disc? Um, not on the final disc. It's on. There is a. If you look at the leaflet that you got, the special features, whatever. films one to three, and then special features yeah. four to six. Right. Okay. Yeah, four to six, and then there is a play all option, and then just put it on and go about your business in your house and just drift in and out and stuff what like about, that. What about yourself? What are you going to be doing? I'm going to probably get this edited, get it prepped, ready for Sunday's upload. Cool. Um, hello, hello everybody on Sunday. Hello everybody on Sunday. Did um, no one else get back to you? No one else. No, not at all. No, nope. I did have to put a disclaimer out saying, look, we were planning on doing a Star Wars oh, one. Oh, wait, look at this. Still... If you experience any yeah. conditions that detract us from the theatrical presentation, please win the number. But also notice they've now put in a web address as well, which was obviously never there back in yeah. the, the 70s or whatever. So, yeah, sorry, so you're going to... So no one uh, else... okay. Yeah, originally we were going to do like a, a Star Wars podcast, weren't we, where we were just going to get a bunch of people and chat and then scheduling, put that behind... Have you now uh, got the THX thing coming up? I certainly, I love that logo. Yeah, that needs to be a ringtone. Is that not, like that. Is that not so. supposed to come at the start? Um, yeah, and it didn't in this case, did it? That was weird. Yeah, I think there's. I, I like some of the THX logos though. There's the Pixar one with the, the shaky the cow thing, uh, and then there's a Terminator one when it sort of reforms itself and goes all metal and stuff with the THX logo. So. That is awesome. But now that was a quick two hours. There's no way we covered everything either. That was quite... No, well, no. Oh, we'll, right, we, we may just have to do Empire and... Um, yeah. And then Phantom Menace. And no, it's not happening. <laughs> it's not no, happening. But I do, like, no. I do like the theory that you can watch A New Hope, then you watch Empire, then you go back and you watch two and three as if they're flashbacks. 
Yeah, I've heard that. And then you go and watch six. Um, I like the theory that you could just watch four, five, six, and then that's it. Yeah. Maybe watch seven if it's good, which hopefully it is. Um, but yes, there you go. That's that's uh, Stuart and Fraser's podcast commentary of um, A New Hope. Exactly. Um, <laughs> if anybody did manage to make it to the end congratulations. of Congratulations. Let us know whether you liked it or not. Let us know whether we should do some more or whether we should just go and like just do a regular, regular podcast. podcast. But I've had fun doing it. I've had fun watching it. No, it's, it was quite funny because yeah. I think it felt like you were watching a film with your mate as well. It was quite nice. Yeah. Um, except um, we're in different houses. Except you're in Glasgow and I'm not. Um, so, yeah. But but we're at a point where um, we're just obviously just too busy watching the actual film. Yeah, the, the problem I had was um, the Blu-ray player I've got. I think it's I might need to get a new one at some point because the it seems sort of like a delayed reaction when I press play or stop or whatever. So it's like oh no, mine did the same. But I had did yours I, I had it on pause. I pressed play and it took a good few seconds before it did anything. Yeah, I think that's just Blu-ray technology, isn't it? Uh, yep, absolutely. Right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go fire up. Special features. features. Um, after a much-needed toilet break, on my hand. That is the day I made sure I went before, because I thought, I'm pausing it during. <laughs> no, definitely. No, so definitely. It. But thank you very much, Fraser. No, thank you very uh, much. That was a... Congratulations on episode three of Cops and Monsters. Oh, well. it's so. uh, slowly but surely rising. Uh, yes. It's my favourite one as well. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and I'm sorry it wasn't long enough for you. But, uh, that's right, it's budget, it's budget reasons. That's what it um, is. But yes, budget. thank you for your podcast, and um, I shall speak to you soon. You shall indeed. Take much. care. See you later. Bye bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.